Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. And I am the other half, and welcome to a, a, a variety of sounds, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode 177. <laughs> we thought we'd give it a try here. We, we're trying out new software, so uh, if Steve sounds a little funny, it's because he's driving in his car. You're getting the behind-the-scenes stuff. Steve, what's going on, man? What's the... Oh, you could be like our roving reporter on the street, bro. Oh, absolutely. Right now, I'm going through the wonderful, amazing, scenic uh, route of 180 going west on our wonderful... Fresno Highway. It's beautiful outside. Nice and gray. Feels like we're in London. It's gorgeous. You know what? He's being so nice because that stretch of road is absolute shit. By the way, why are you hate? Why are you hate? It's not very pretty. It's not a very pretty stretch of road. It's just you're at 180. Uh, sorry to get local folks, but I gotta at least place myself where he is. So, are you by like the community hospital and all that stuff? No, actually, on one, I'm, I'm, I literally am west of the 99 now. I'm going the roundabout way to my house. Because I just want, I'm in the mood for, yeah, I'm in the roundabout way to my house. It's going to be a little bit faster so that I can get to the um, actual recording studio faster. Steve, what are your thoughts on the song Roundabout by Yes? Okay, here's the funny thing. I'm only, the only reason I know the song is because I heard it on an anime show. And oh, let JoJo's me guess. JoJo's, yeah. 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 <laughs> they got good music on there sometimes. Dude, and my son was like, you know that's an actual song? I said, shut up. <laughs> that bass line, man. You should really appreciate that bass line. Oh, dude, it's slamming. It's a re- I'm just shocked that they got the rights to that freaking song. Isn't there a character named Dio in it? I do believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Some Somebody likes rock and roll, I think. My son's always trying I to get mean, me to watch that show, but there's like anime on my ha- in my house now, like 24-7, and I'm being super resistant to it for some reason. I would recommend you watching horror first, the horror anime first. Horror anime. And well, this is a good horror one, yeah. I have to finish up with uh, Attack on Titan, and I have to do it while my daughter's here on break, because season four, what? part two, season four is coming out in January, or season four, part two, rather, so I have to be ready for that. Why do you have to do it while she's on break? Oh, just because I told her I would. She wants to watch it with me. Oh, I didn't know. That's adorable, dude. Yeah, we've been doing that. But you know what? They can just go through this anime. Like, they can sit and just marathon it. And I'm good for about two episodes, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a little break. Now, AOT. I think that means that we're just not. Because, you know, we talk to like people like Lana. They can watch hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, dude. I yeah. can't. I cannot do that. Mm-mm, no. And then, like, they really want me to watch Demon Slayer. Have you seen Demon Slayer? No. Now, I hear it's fantastic. I've heard several people say that. And uh, yeah, it mean, looks really yeah. cool, man, but there's just one character on there, and he, he does that thing that I hate with anime. You know what I'm talking about, right? The, yell, the yelling. <laughs> yeah. I can't, dude. I try so hard to, like, just, you know, embrace that, but it's just so, it's like fucking nails on a chalkboard to me. So, but apparently that character gets better. So I, I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot. You know what? 2022, Steve, new things, new year, new me. Oh, oh is it a new year, new you? It's always that. And then it end up just being the same person by December. Not but. true. That one year you started like walking seven miles a day and crap. <laughs> that one you started year. doing no, no, no. For real though. You really changed things up that time. Yeah. That was COVID telling me to get the hell out of the house. And you did. How many pounds did you lose? 
I'm not even uh, uh, trying to like down talk it because I'm really going to try to get back to it again. I just don't want to be that clown that's like, it's uh, January 1st, time to hit the gym. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I mean, I haven't been to the gym in a year and some change. Do you miss it? Uh, GB3, no. Oh, look at you giving plugs. You got more plugs than Elon Musk, sir. <laughs> I thought, you know, it's funny. I thought, who has a lot of plugs in there? There is a, an actor that has like, oh, Travolta used to have a lot of plugs. Did he really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I can see that. He's a freaky he looking cat, now. dude. He's a freaky I, looking I, cat. I think he looks great, dude. Have you seen? Oh, I think Elon has plugs. He's got something going on. I mean, outside of having all the money that God has. But I saw a picture of him when he was like promoting PayPal. And there wasn't yeah. a lot of hair up top. Not that I can talk, Steve. But I'm just saying my man has done some work. Oh, for same with Jamie Foxx. Really? Uh-huh. He used to have a receding hairline. Now he doesn't. All right. All right. I got to ask a legitimate question. Like, what are the differences between, like, um, hair plugs for black people versus hair plugs for white people? That is a fantastic question because I do not know. Because uh, Jamie Foxx, I would never have known that. Oh, yeah. It definitely, he definitely has plugs because your hair, and same with Jeremy Piven. Like, they used to have this receding hairline. All of a sudden, they come up with this amazing frock. And you're like, okay, how did this even happen? <laughs> What would you do, Steve, if the next time you saw me, I just had this amazing head of hair? Oh, dude, we do you understand? I would walk in and think that I was on candy camera. <laughs> I would die laughing immediately. It's all lush. Like, oh. and... like, look at Richard Marks. It's like, <laughs> it don't mean nothing. That's how I do. <laughs> oh, that, that was so a very, weird. very bad note I hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, here's the funny part. Why would you go there, though? Why do you go to that song? Because it's literally the only song I can think of right now. I mean, I'm sure if you said another... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Right oh, here yeah. waiting for you? Yeah, yeah wherever you go. Yeah. Yes, dude. That's the only other song I know, I think. <laughs> no, no, I bet you know uh, Hazard. Um, uh, Should have known better. Isn't that him? Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Keep on going. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. I remember Hazard County. I swear I left her down. Where they, they, he had that spooky video where that girl was dead. And he was like, I swear I left her by the river. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is spooky. I miss that whole thing. I don't know this whole Oh, yeah. I miss that whole genre, Steve. Oh, no. He was killed. He wrote some song. He wrote a song for. Remember uh, Dance with My Father by Luther Vandross? Yes. He wrote that. This guy is writing tearjerkers over here. Yes, dude. That's what I was, I was like. Oh, he never went away. But yeah, Richard, you would have a good Richard. I would imagine you with a Richard Mar- Marks frock. Well, that would be like my uh, senior picture. It, that's why I was thinking. <laughs> you saw that picture, right? I, would, I did see that picture. <laughs> you look very pleased with yourself. I was a mess, bro. <laughs> Didn't you post that picture? Yeah, I've, I've posted it before. I would, I would post my, I, I have a G'd up um, senior picture, so I post it. I want you to post the picture of you with the, uh, didn't you have like cornrows at one point? Oh yeah. I yeah, sent it to you. You need to post that picture on, on the, on the Oh website. yeah. I had it all the way down to my back. Did you really? Was it I really did. your hair? Uh huh. How long did it take you to grow that out? Three years. Wow. And then I had beads on the end of them. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Stevie. Making me look like Stevie. Yeah, Did James, you, they were big old brown ones. Dude, they were big ones. 
Did you get yourself some nice sunglasses and a dashiki? I should have. I definitely oh. had the dashiki, but I always, people are like, we forget you have braids because you always have a do-rag on. I was like, yeah, because it's to keep them nice. And they're like, for what? Because you have a do-rag when you're out. So when do you let these, I was like, you know, that's a great point. If I keep them nice to go out and then I keep the do-rag on when I'm out, I guess I never really, I just want them to be clean and dope. That's hilarious. Hey, Steve, I just thought of something. Did you get an option to do like echo cancellation or anything since you don't have headphones in? Nothing. Did you do the I'm not wearing headphones option? Yes. Oh, I'm literally four. I'm four minutes away from home now because I was dipping. Okay, cool. Hey, are there, is there trash on your street? This is so Fresno specific. Trash on my street? Yes. Like just in the street? Like as in kind of time for community pickup sort of thing? Oh, no, no. We had that probably like two months ago. Dude, how bad does Fresno look when that is going on? I love it, to be honest Why? with you. Because it just means that we're cleaning and that we're getting rid of stuff. You know what I mean? It, it looks It'll horrible. go away. It'll take a little. So it'll take a little time. It's not like now. It, it'd be one thing if someone came to this country and they weren't uh, familiar with like the city pickup, or even to the state for that matter. I don't know. I'm sure they do city pickups in other states. But if they came, they're foreign in some capacity, and they come and they see like you know garbage on the streets and stuff, and they're not familiar that it's a process of city pickup. Then yeah, that'd be kind of alarming, I think. But they're you know. It's usually, it's usually organized, though, for the most part. But you know who makes it bad are the pickers. <laughs> the pickers, man. You're such a hater, dude. They're a, no, no, no. They're, they're actually like a blessing and a curse, though. You know what I mean? Like, I rarely put out much stuff. I'll put out a little bit every year. But I always go, oh, man, I should have put this out and that out. And I just always put out just a, like the bare minimum. And they're always there. They're like my friends. They're there waiting to. I put it down. They pick it up and they take it. Would you say they were right there waiting for you? Just like Richard Marks, sir. Of course I would. <laughs> nice, Steve. That was a good recovery, man. You're sharp. You got that sharp brain right now because you're coming from the Muay Thai, huh? Did you kick anybody's ass today? I got hit so hard today that I had to, like, shake it off. <laughs> oh, you sound way better now, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I think that you guys are going to hear three different versions of Steve today. So you're going to get like uh, low res all the way to HD. You know, it's funny. I, I think I might, well, I might. I might just chill right here for a while, man. It's kind of comfortable. Hey, do it. I don't care. You sound a lot better. I appreciate and I can, that. Now I'm not hearing you because I was hearing like my voice echo in your car. It sounded shit, Steve. I appreciate but, but that. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here with me right now and you sound good. So we can rock this right here. I'm totally fine with that. But uh, yeah, I, Let's I got, do it as an experiment. I got hit really hard today. Yes. Did you deserve it? I did because I was told um, we're training a fighter. And so Cruz like, bully him, G. And I was like, yeah, let me do my Steve Bully thing. And I walked- What's a Steve Bully consist of? Huh? What is a Steve Bully um, session You know, I like of? put my hands up. I go forward. And if they're not doing anything, I just bomb on them. That's what you're supposed to do. You get to punch. Oh, yeah. Have you punched anyone in the face? I, I've, we've given, like, dude, they, I've, we've given, like, bloody noses. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Are you feeling more, like, uh, aggressive now? Mm-hmm. I know you have to control it and it's used as a self defense. I get all of that. But what I'm asking is, have you, and, you know, I, I realize you don't get yourself in these type of situations. No. However, if you like, let's say you came across somebody uh-huh. just in the next 10 minutes, you're not home you, yeah. in the next 10 minutes, you come up and someone's being a real dick. Yes. Maybe even potentially violent. 
are you like thinking like, I'm going to kick this dude's ass. If he just makes that wrong step, it's over. You know, it's funny. You I just think go, the, okay, how do I deescalate the situation? Here's what does happen when you, you're, you size everyone up. That's the truth. You <laughs> definitely size everyone up. Everyone that you encounter, you size them up. Like, what are they probably? I know you at? do. Yeah. What are you probably going to, oh, they have skinny legs. I'd probably go for the legs. Like you kind of size everyone up and see what you would do. Yeah. For sure. So you used to have interesting conversations at work with a certain handlebarred mustache gentleman who, uh, <laughs> guys, you have to listen to this. This is like when I first started hanging out with Steve at work, he and this other guy would come in, right? And they would be having like legit <laughs> argument, <laughs> arguments. You know what I'm talking about. And like who would be a better gladiator <laughs> would be one. Um what were some of the other topics, Steve? I remember the gladiator one because I was just rolling my eyes because at first I thought you guys were make, trying to make me laugh. Oh, no. And then I realized like 10 minutes into the conversation that you guys are dead ass dead serious about this. So what were, what were some of the other scenarios? Oh, be like, okay, if you were in a, like, it was like if you were in a, uh, uh, if it was me, you, no weapon, straight up, and you had to put <laughs> your money behind one. Like we had to, we would try to stretch it out to make it as fair and as honest and as brutal on the other person as possible. And uh, now I will tell you this. I texted him the day and the address of, of Muay Thai because I, I was like, I want you in the ring today. <laughs> and he wouldn't come. <laughs> okay, so I was going to ask you. So you have factored in the Muay Thai training. Oh, for, I, I text him the address. And he's like, you ain't ready for me. I'm like, here's the address. Here's the time. Here's the morning. Let's go. Let's do it. What would you have done if he showed up? Would you really have done it? Uh -huh. And would you have gone easy on him? Yes. You're convinced you can take him? Yes. Now, here's the deal. I think he might have an edge on you. He's bigger. No. Well, yes. But well, he's also... And I could be wrong about this because I'm totally... Go, go, I mean, we've had conversations. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, you know I know the guy. Yeah. But uh, I think he comes from like a rough background. You know what I'm saying? I, he, Wasn't he from he, like Echo Park or something like that? He looks like he does. He does not. For real? No, he's not that guy. He was like a straight A student. He's like a nice guy. He was in the 4-H program. Yeah, he's like a nice dude. And uh, I think here's the tough part, man. Uh, no, most people are not used to getting kicked with your shin on your thigh. That's a shocking experience. Ouch. That just sounds painful. Yeah. So when you're you know like, what that sounds like? Huh? It sounds like when uh, over the summer when I almost broke my leg with that trailer. That's what it seems like. It That's would feel what because like. because like we kick so hard, you jump to the side to kick with your like if I if I kick you with my shin on your thigh with my right foot, yeah. I jump mm -hmm. to my left and boom and get your get your uh, thigh. And so uh, the a, a lot of times that but at this point, like now if someone gives me really good. Uh, you know, I do a few more rounds and I'm probably not gonna be able to walk well for a few days, but then after that, it's, it's fine. But I, it's hard getting out of the car. Have you had a lot of situations like oh, that yes. where you're not able to walk well for a few days? Oh yes, dude. And then soon it's like one day, then it's like a little while. And now it's like, uh, you know, like crew tells me is that if you don't like that feeling, yeah, move out of the way. That's the goal. If you don't like feeling like that, get out of the way. And so now I get out of the way. Unless if you spar with crew, though, he's going to light you up because it's just, yeah, he's like, I'm a god. What are you doing? Can you try to convince him on Halloween to come in dressed as one of the members of Motley Crew, and then he could, in fact, be Motley Crew? <laughs> that would be so funny. 
really think you should do that it. That is actually a genius. A genius. I have him dress up like Tommy Lee. I know he looks nothing like Tommy Lee. I'm just guessing, Dude, of course, but uh, I'm not. You know please, what? One day, just uh, suggest it. This is so low, but local yet again. Well, I'm gonna. I'll send you uh, like five of his fights so that you can see him uh, fighting. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd be really interested in that. He's a beast, dude. <laughs> He's a freaking beast. But yeah, man, uh, it, it definitely, you know, as, when you do this, you size everyone up. You always are looking like, oh, what would I do with this person? Well, what would you do if this person did this? Just so, you know, you're always thinking and and, and doing that. But yeah, with Joel, we <laughs> the funny thing is I forgot you knew that cat. Until you're just like, oh, you got a guitar. What are you like, talking? Huh. We talk about him all the time. What are you talking about? I know, but I, sometimes I, I forget. Did. Like, I'm like, how did you know I got the guitar? He's like, because I know. Joe. I'm like, yeah, right. Because I talk to the guy at work. I'm not. I, I keep forgetting that that you know you guys are all in that same dangerous dude. Everybody out there, be careful. It's getting crazy again. I what got a text about? from Pfizer. Yeah. Okay, I read something the other day, and you know it's all like. It's all hearsay. Everything is who knows at this point, dude. It's all, yeah, it's all who knows. Yeah. But I did hear something recently. And I, you know what? I'm obviously not prepared to talk about this, but I heard something to the effect of they're suggesting that the the booster will actually remedy out Omicron. That's this what I heard. At least. I heard that you're not, you'll get the sniffles. Yeah. yeah. And I guess what I have today, the sniffles. Yeah, you're going to be fine. But a lot of people can't get, like, they do not want to get that booster. And I get it. I, I totally and utterly understand, but man, I mean, folks texted me and was like, dude, we see a little bit of a number going up. I'm like, but is it like March numbers? They said, no, but it is, it's not smooth sailing. Because I told them, I was like, man, isn't it good to be on the other side sometime, a little bit? And folks at the main facility are like, I don't know, you're just not here. You're not, just not here. It's still yeah. pretty serious over here. Like masks everywhere, bro. Everything. Well, especially today, starting yesterday or today. Oh yeah, you got to be. You got to have. And I, you know what I love is the fact that Newsom is like going balls to the wall. <laughs> He's like, now that I rewon this whole thing, all y'all are acting right because I am the governor. I got to tell you, I love the flip of the script he did with the Texas law Gee, for guns. I wouldn't have even. <laughs> there, he must have a lawyer. Is he a lawyer? I wouldn't be surprised. But he must have a lawyer friend that know. was like, you know what you could do. Oh, God. That's just such a good stick it to the man yeah. situation right there. It was. A, here's the thing. But, 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 but that's everyone but, but, should do. Every Democrat <laughs> should do that and not be afraid of him. But you know what that means, Dan? You know why he's doing Come on. this. Come on. You smell it, don't you? Come on. He wants Enlighten me. He wants it. He's, he's, you think so? Oh, yes. You think he's going to go for the uh, head honcho? The only reason he won't, if Kamala runs, he won't because he loves her. But if she decides not to run, he's going to pop his collar and be like, ladies and gentlemen. Because he, he has the look. He totally has the look. I said that one time. Uh, it was like right when he first started dr- addressing California. Uh-huh. He did this big speech on television and I uh, came to work. He has it. Not really realizing the company that I keep at work. Oy. And I said, you know what, man? That man sounded pretty presidential tonight. That's all I said. I wasn't like, he should be president. I just said he, the way that he presented himself, he sounded very presidential. And they were like, oh, hell no. And I, I oh boy, immediately became the lib at work. Oh, no. He's a very, he's a, <laughs> like, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if people in high school were like, hey, you hear one of our high school people uh, is running for governor? They'll be like, Gavin, right? 
Like he seemed like he was that guy. But like I bet you. He's I that know most likely to be president. <laughs> exactly. Guy at the back of the yearbook. <laughs> oh man, I gotta tell you, that would be pretty crazy, dude. I think that would be uh, probably as divisive as anything else. Oh, dude. There's here's what I do love about those. The speaking of uh, you know those high school things. One of these famous rappers was like. I will be like he said something like I'm going to be famous and people are going to be looking at what I put in my high school yearbook. And he ended up being famous and they're like we feel weird even posting this now cuz he said we would. And sure enough. I was like, "You know what? That is the believing in yourself." More power to him. Who was it? I forgot who it was because it's one of those, you know those guys that like Lil such and such and I'll ask Maj who it is. He's like, "You don't know who that is?" I didn't know who he was. And he'll be like, you're not going to like his music, but he's famous. Why are there so many Lil such and such? Dude, I think Lil Wayne. No, 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 no. Lil Bow Wow. Who's the best Lil? Ooh. Who is the best Lil? We should have a contest. It's probably Lil Wayne. A Lil competition. Probably Lil Wayne. He's probably the best Lil. What's What's that song? I don't listen to a lot of Lil Wayne. I really don't listen to any at all, but something about... And grow a wildflower. You know what I'm talking about? I do not know this. <laughs> <laughs> I love pour something about pour pour some something on me and grow a wildflower. I know he said. I know uh, it's just like that, ladies and gentlemen. Maja said because one of his albums was just good, and he said, "I'm a million He said, "I'm a millionaire tougher than Nigerian hair." I said, "That's slick." I wouldn't have thought about <laughs> that rhyme. Tougher than Nigerian hair. <laughs> works but yeah he's a um uh he, he's probably the biggest Lil bow wow was big when he was little though well you know i mean yeah it was appropriate it was very appropriate. now he's not little no is he big bow wow now he's just bow wow that's now, a good right? you know it's funny is he even showed, around they showed a clip of him rapping on our senior hall show with snoop dogg when he was like 12 i forgot how old Lil bow wow is <laughs> so we've got a bunch of lils do we how many does do we have does yeah, like the baby. Oh, we got the baby. The brat is probably the best. Duh. The brat. The brat's the oh, best because yeah. her freaking verse on uh, socket to me is still nasty. We have two ices. Ice. We have more than two ices. We have ice cube, ice tea, vanilla ice. Well, yeah, but he's he's not a nice. He's more of a. Uh, he's got a little variation because he puts the ice at the end. Wouldn't that still be an ice though? I guess. I guess we can count him, but he won't win the competition. No, no. <laughs> it's only ice. You I know what? I was actually speaking. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was I was going to ask you which ice you like better. And I already. OK, know. well, first, I'll tell you last night, you know, how I was telling you on the uh, on the Patreon episode about it's not a big deal if you guys missed it. But it was talking about the Spotify subscription that I have. Absolutely. So I'm playing the playlist last night. Right? <laughs> yeah. And Queen comes on under pressure. Yeah. Oh, interesting choice. And I'm in there and I'm, I'm just grooving, you know, beginning of the song starts. And all of a sudden it was one of the guys from your department. I don't know his name. He just, I just hear, I couldn't even know he was there. And I just hear, oh shit. And I like look up and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm thinking he's going to be like, Queen. And he's like, ice, ice, babe. I'm like, are oh, you no. kidding me? Oh no. Are you It's kind of like when, um, yeah, it was kind of like when Can't Touch This came out. Well, you know what? That's the only. I, I will. I'll be honest. Uh, I did not know Super Freak when You Can't Touch This came out. Shut up. I Are did, you serious? I'm dead. I was nine years old. So how would I have known Super Freak in a Rick James should be in people's DNA. He 
How would I know it in a Seventh-day Adventist household? Oh, that's true. That's true. You guys aren't even comprehending meat at this point. No. Super Freak, they knew it. They knew yeah, it. All the, all the, the new SDAs, huh? Oh, dude. Here, and the funny thing is, uh, when I finally heard Super Freak, no one had told me it was a sample. And I, it blew my mind. I said, oh, my God, you can't touch this. <laughs> it blew wow, my mind, dude. This is what happens when you grow up in San Luis Obispo. Oh, listen, bro. Listen, you ain't lying. Like Hammer, MC, I think MC Hammer was the first CD I stole. And then I went on a freaking, I went crazy. I stole all my CDs back then. You stole, Steve? Oh, dude, no one in San Luis would think that, uh, you know, a kid stole. The only I certainly I, wouldn't think you stole. Oh, dude, I'm I, really surprised by that. I stole I'm a little everything. disappointed. I stole everything. What's the best thing you ever stole? Oh. And from where? Let's incriminate you. I would say from the liquor store in San Luis Obispo, the best thing I stole was... No, it wasn't the liquor store because I wouldn't steal from there because I liked the owner. Um, the liquor store... The, the um, I'm sorry. The um, uh, It was some sort of supermarket on the corner of Augusta. And I forgot the main street, but I was on Augusta. Um, I stole a pack of, this is going to age me, man. It was um, <laughs> candy cigarettes that used to be able to like. Oh, damn. <laughs> Those were dope, huh? Really? <laughs> Those are really, but man. Leave me alone. I'm smoking. As you blow into the stupid cigarette. And all the powdered, what was it, like powdered sugar it or something? Was powdered, and then bubble gum. But dude, it was literally training us to smoke yes. cigarettes. The the cartons actually some of them looked like marble cartons. I remember that, and I remember doing that because like my uncle smoked. So I would go out to that. The ice cream man would bring these, and I remember going out to the ice cream man. People are trying to fuck with like carnation malts and uh, you know, what were those those pops? The ones that look like uh, the popsicles that they're red, white, and blue. Uh-huh. The missiles. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? All that stuff. And I'm like, nah, I'm not fucking with any of that. Give me the marble, <laughs> the marble labeled cigarettes, candied cigarettes. Gee. Here's the funny part. What if that was like an, a Mandela effect and it never really happened? We're just like imagining that it did. Oh, no, no. They were really, they were truly marketing. Tobacco Company was truly marketing. There was another thing too where I went through this phase where I was chewing. Did you ever chew? No. That's not a black thing, huh? Chewing? Do black people chew? Oh, yeah, dog. I remember my one of my um old uh, relatives used to have this. I was like, what is that jar of black stuff he carries with him? And they're like, oh, that's his spit. I was like, how do I have spit. black spit? He's like, oh, he chews. But yeah, he carried around this bowl or this, uh, it was like a, uh, I don't know if it was like, it had to, it wasn't the same one, but it was always the same empty beer bottle though. So he drank the, he drank the one sort of beer and then he'd use the empty beer bottle to just spit his black nastiness into his breath smelled good. Dude, let me... T- but here's the funny thing. Old people's breath never smell good. That's true. Rotten teeth. It just gets more funky. Yes, dude. It's rotten teeth, man. Dentists weren't oh. high on their list of things to do. Poor folks. They got that uh, gingivitis and such. Gingivitis. You're, yeah, you're coming through kind of terrible right now, just so you know. Are you like in an area where you're... I'm about to do some trickery. I'm doing some trickery. Sorry. I'm about to. Okay, I'm yeah. about to log Do some in trickery because you sound like shikery. So Dan, are you feeling less Grinchless or m- less holiday hate haterism today? 
Oh, yeah. Well, for the patrons, they know I hate it. But um, no, I'm still feeling quite pretty much the same, actually. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Just, yeah. just making sure that you're I'm in just the same over zone. it, dude. I'm just over it. <laughs> <laughs> is that terrible? Like, I, I mean, think about it, man. I don't mean to be that guy, but like, it truly is a commercial holiday. Yes, it there's some very... Christian belief behind it. But if I'm not very religious, am I really buying into that? No, it's a reason for people to buy a bunch of stuff that they don't uh-huh. need. Yeah, it's just this commercial holiday, and they sell it to you so well. They, it goes down so smooth. It does. Yeah. It just does. Ching, but ching, 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 ching. But I, I, I do. know. Put it on the commercial. Ching, 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 ching. Spend your money at Macy's. It's just ridiculous. Oh, this guy does not like Christmas. I do. I, I just, uh, like I told you, man, it's like every other year for me. Next year is going to be fantastic. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you have your tree up at least? Yeah, we do. I don't see. Are you even going to put one up at this point? No. See, the other thing too, is that I kind of started bumming out. It's no one's fault. It's just that we, we have a tradition. Like, like when Sarah, when we get the tree out, Sarah helps decorate it. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have it out on time and she was in school. So she's like, wait for me, wait for me, which of course we were happy to do. But at the same time, I like to get my tree up like pretty much right after Thanksgiving. It helps Absolutely. me kind of kick things into gear. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. So I haven't been kicked into gear. We just got the tree up actually. But, Dude. you know, we'll end up keeping it up until like end of January, probably. I mean, are you, you guys don't. This is a ridiculous question, but I'm going to ask anyway. You guys don't like huddle around and sing any like Christmas carols <laughs> or anything. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> All right, kids, hold hands. <laughs> Turn on the candle. Silver bells. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, son, that's not happening. So what do you do on, like, Christmas morning? Deck the halls with boughs of holly. (laughs) Fuck, Dad, I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) Uh, What's Christmas morning usually consist of? It's like, since my son has been able to comprehend Christmas, it basically, and even to this day, because he still lives with us, it consists of him nervously pacing about the house waiting he, he's just such a big kid when it comes to presents so he's oh, just dying awesome. to open up presents yeah that is awesome and you buy something for the pooches means. no they don't understand christmas steve i know but they'd like presents well i got them you know if it's any consolation to you they're actually at the groomers right now i thought i was going to be late to the recording because i had to take them to the groomers i didn't even realize that today was the day so they're out there getting their their little anal glands expressed oh, who does that <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who Christ, wants to dude. do that? Dude, what in the world? They're the unsung heroes, man. The pet groomers are the unsung heroes of the world. Expressing now, your your pet's anal glands. I don't even know what that is that a thing? Yeah, I've never seen it nor do I want to go on YouTube and see what it consists of, but basically I think it's a matter of some form of a technique where you and I'm sorry folks, I don't mean to be gross, I'm not trying to be funny. Uh-huh. You know, picture their uh the little wagon wheel, right? Yes. <laughs> and I think what you do is you take your thumb and your index finger and you sort of push and pull, if that what? makes sense. Much Why? Like, you know, like, like almost like in a way. I mean, you're not twisting, but you know how like you have those childproof uh, yeah. medication bottles. And you got to do uh-huh. something special with the lid. I think you're doing something like that without the twist. But why? And then you you push to open the gland up, and then you pull to express the fecal or yeah, the fecal anal mucus. But why though? I don't know. I honestly, to this day, I don't know why. I guess maybe they get blocked up and then it starts getting like stinky. So you just got stinky dog. Like, oh, what's, well, what's I mean, wrong dogs, with my dog? 
Yeah. They're like, oh, your ass needs to be expressed. I want to know what the dog smell is, though, because there's some dogs that are in-home dogs that still smell like dog. They're in-house, though. They don't go well, outside. Those would be my often. dogs. Well, they go outside to go to the bathroom and stuff. But this morning when I was driving, them, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's time. They smell like what dogs. What do you think that is? It's just like, what's well, just like they're funk. <laughs> you have funk. Don't you ever stink? You stink sometimes, right? No, I do. I do. But I think if I, you know what? That would be a good challenge. It's their if musk. I stayed inside the house and mm-hmm. never went anywhere, how long would it take for me to get funky? Real quick. I assure you. <laughs> I don't think so. I assure you. I think you. a week I could go. Try depression, Steve. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and just put the depression hat on for size. And I, I guarantee you within a matter of days, if you just go about that way, you would be funky within like, I'd say three days. I think six days it would take to get funky. I don't know, man. Depends. Are we talking summertime, winter? Ooh, Is it spring? winter? Because dogs always smell like dog, even in the winter. Yeah. In the winter... If you got your heater on, you got to think about that. Are you wearing socks the whole time? Ooh. You changing your drawers? Yeah, do you know what? House shoes can get funky sometimes. House shoes can get real funky. <laughs> as a, uh, well, I don't do it anymore, but as a former x-ray tech, let me assure you, when someone comes in, they rolled their ankle or they broke their toe and they get on your table and you see the, oh God, I'm almost gagging thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you, people heard it, but like my mouth got watery right there. <laughs> I'm dead serious too. You know, the, uh, like picture like a, a slipper that has the wool inside of it. Uh huh. I do oh, know that dog. One. Oh, is it gross sometimes? Yeah. My friend Joe came in one time, and he's yeah. like a single guy. Speaking of like depressed and funky, and he broke his, <laughs> I think he broke his uh, pinky toe. Yeah, his fifth metatarsal, if you will. Nice his fifth phalange. Anyway, he broke it. I had to do his x-ray. He wanted, I don't know. He's, he's like, hey, can you do my x-ray? He calls me up. I'm yeah, I guess so. You just come in if you broke your damn toe, but okay. And uh, so he comes in with that slipper on and I wasn't ready. I was like, oh, so how's it going, man? How's your brother? Blah, blah. We're just, talking. <laughs> you know, we hang out sometimes. How's brother? And I slip yeah. off that. Holy shit. My eyes started watering. You know, like in the cartoons when the little skull and crossbones comes out of a potion. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, man. Not exactly, but did you tell him like that? It was bad. Dude, were you like, yeah, gee, go, you know, your fucking feet stink, dude? Like, <laughs> goddamn. Because I could. I mean, I can't say that to patients, but I mean, I, he was my patient, but he was also a very good friend of mine. So it was, you know, you take okay. those liberties when you can. What is the money? What is your money limit to the point that girl you were t- or whoever you were talking about with the shoe slippers, you would have to suck their toes. What is that money limit? Like saying yeah, it has to start at this much money. <laughs> Are you talking like ultimate, uh, like full funk? Yeah. I said like full, like when you took off their shoe, you have to immediately put their full front of their foot in your mouth. How, what is the, what is the money it would take? <laughs> beginning beginning i don't know i mean this is gonna make me look bad i think oh yes it will <laughs> i think i'm just gonna pass on the question what how is it gonna make you look bad i don't know i mean you're asking me to put a price on put uh i mean i don't think it's like i'm not king shaming by any means if you like feet you like feet well um, funky is different though funky feet though but i think people might like funky feet like you, you know, know what to, you're not right to, like, sway away not to from, so let's not, not sway away shame no, you're right. Yeah, but no, but not to sway away from what we were talking about. But like, people are. Uh, have you seen that girl that's been on the on the internet lately, Steve? With the, she's selling her I, jar of farts. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm begging you to tell me she's not making money. 
she's a TikToker that is making money hand over fist. She's, Are you I think I want to say, like, don't quote me, but I want to say she is selling jar. Okay, what it is, it's a little mini mason jar, okay? Mm-hmm. That's somehow, I think it's all bullshit, of course, but she course. farts into the jar and she, t- and she actually like tells her whole regimen of what she does throughout the day. So it's a lot of like Greek yogurt and protein and vegetable, just all this, everything is going to make you gassy, right? Probably some sense. beans. Of course. And then, um, yeah, I think she's rocking like pinto beans or something like that too. <laughs> and then she gets all gassy so she uh-huh. can go and like, you know, knock a few out. And what she does <laughs> What she does is she puts a rose petal or some kind of a petal. This is on TikTok. She puts a petal in her uh, in the jar because it'll kind of like you know save the the smell. It'll it'll uh, how how it'll, how is that the true? aroma apparently will adhere to the petal. Come now, on, have dude. you ever smelled a rose petal? I like have after a few days. Yes, monkeys, almost like feet. So oh, so it might pretty... she might be like shenaniganing it, like oh I yeah. smell it, but how like no, know? it's just a funky petal. Yeah. But here's the here's the deal. Like, if you really wanted to do something like that, because honestly, once you remove your butt from the jar, you're losing mm-hmm. all of the it. gas, right? All of it. Right. So let's just say that for some reason she could, in fact, keep the gas in there. What they need to do, what she needs to do right now, is if she's making this much money, she needs to patent this. You get like a one way valve for the jar <laughs> that way. If you're actually able to keep the fume in there, right? This is crazy. I don't think I've put this much thought into it. Yeah, but yeah. See, then they can just kind of like take a pool every now and then. You know what you I'm saying? You know what? I, like I, vape. I feel you. It's almost like I vaping. I feel you. I feel you. I'm just, I think, here's what I think. I think the people who are buying these jars owe gas. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they get off on the fact that her butt was even on the, th- it just doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it's just like a... Um, it's it's semi taboo or something. That's all, you know? dude. That's all it is, dude. It's a but like, and I get, know, people, I get why people, they there's get a money. great business, Steve. A lot of people are making money selling their draws. That's always been. That's always. Yeah, I know, been but I'm thing. saying it's there's there's business for this kind of stuff. Now to get back to the question you were asking me, because I'm always the one that's going to get away from it. Um. Uh, funky foot. Okay, let me ask you this question: Is there <laughs> yes. any disease to the foot? Does the pay? No the disease, patient? but there there's is no. Goo. There's no, goo between the toys. There's toes, goo though. between the toes. Now, do I run the risk of getting like a thrush in my mouth or <laughs> no? Nothing like that. So it's just basically you could just, get that sweet athlete's foot on your tongue. Okay, now. so there is a potential for an athlete's foot transfer. Yes, yes. Okay, so the, that 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 raises the stakes a little bit. Of course say, it does. I was gonna say if it's just like oh gross, I don't know. I probably do it for like a hundred bucks. Dan, <laughs> times are tough, Steve. <laughs> You got a hundred bucks right now? Really? <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's do it. Got your mouthwash? No, I don't know if I could do it for a hundred bucks, actually. You know, a hundred bucks a long time ago seemed like a lot more money. Now it's like an adult dollar. Oh, yeah, it's adult. It's an adult like nothing. Like, I, you can, that's an adult PG&E bill. Yeah. Shit. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you paying a hundred bucks, bro? Maybe you got that, uh, that good solar I got solar. Or something. Okay. Yeah. Right. Is that, does that actually work for you? Yeah, sometimes like if if I if it runs too low, uh-huh. they'll be like, "We owe you money this month." PJ will be like, "It's negative yeah. such and such." I don't own my house, so I haven't really gone down that road just yet. But I would love it. I would love but it. But yeah, a hundred. I I I mean, dude, if I re- <laughs> there's not, it would have to be a hundred racks, dude. What? Yeah. A hundred thousand dollars easily. I wouldn't. You're so t- I weird even- with your money. Like the whole thing. Like the whole thing when you were talking about how. Um, Someone would pay you. You would have to take what was it? 
you wouldn't take twenty million dollars to have your girlfriend topless. No, dude. No. So you're weird with money, like just the way the the figures that you put out there. A hundred no, racks dude. to put your foot on. I mean, if that's your price, that's my pret ice, G. I get it. Nah, nah. I, I, you well, you know what? If they said ninety, how bad are the dogs though? Because that's the other they're thing bad, I left dude. that part like, out. They're oh, they're funky. bad. So we're talking yeah. like crust pumps and oh, it's long gross. nails and stuff. Yes. Oh, then I don't think I would do that. Period. <laughs> I don't know why I was just picked. Because you know, I mean, I see. I've seen a lot of feet in my day, Steve. I've done a lot of X-rays in my. Oh, life. I remember. I remember. I was, I was watching a video where this woman had like uh, an abscess in her foot, and they Ooh. cleaned, and they're like they. They took off the bandage and there were just maggots in the abscess. Oh, fuck you, Steve, for even saying that. And Ugh. I was like, what? But they meant for it. They're like, well, this cleans out the wound. So they just pack maggots in there. And when you unwrap it, they're still eating. But it worked because when they dumped them so out, gross. it was perfectly pink. G. That's so gross, dude. So I was gross. like, I'm impressed. No. See, we didn't really talk about like the detail of the foot. It was just funk. That's all that we oh, had no, it's at gross. stake it's at the moment. It's funky. So, yeah. Gooey. no, So there's no way. Even with the with the athlete's foot thing, no, I think I'm just going to go ahead and withdraw from the from the. Uh, <laughs> you would not. I'm just. I, I mean, I when I think about the whole topless thing, yeah, I think it's different. If like hypothetically, if I was married, I'd probably be way more. But with a girlfriend, I can't tell her not to anyway. I'm like, well, you're going to do what you're going to do. Have fun with a wife. It's more of yeah, a conversation. Then you're just going to break up with her. You make a great point. You would. I know you would. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. You know, back in the day when you were on the dating circuit, Steve, I was some yeah. of the scenarios that you would give me, you know, when you used to call me for, for advice, he uh-huh. really called me for advice. I did. I had to talk you out of doing some dumb shit once. I probably, oh, I'm sure I, without a doubt, dude. Yeah. Like, without being, a doubt. You're, you're being ridiculous is what I told you. You know, Which I think I say the, that like once a week. Of course you do. Dude, there's no question. I think there's, there's, there, <laughs> especially in relate, dude. I'll tell you this. One thing that I've learned in my time on this earth is in high school, grade school, all throughout, they need to start teaching about communication skills in relationships. Yeah. Because we come out of school broken thinking like, oh, I've seen this movie. This is how relationships are. And it just is not. (laughs) It's not realistic. They need to they need to have a relationship uh, uh, like oh here is a relationship class you have to take in order to communicate with the person you are one day going to be with you know when I was a senior they had this thing called PSL don't ask me what it stands for Um, I forgot but it was kind of sort of like that like they would actually pair you up with a partner that's really and back cool then, back then you know I mean I, I don't know how it would work now maybe just because there's so many more like um claimed genders and such yeah i don't know if that would be weird but back then it was just you're the man you're the woman you know what i mean because it, it was like 19 i don't even think it's gonna i don't think even the the goal for the interpersonal communication situation will be like it doesn't matter who you are or what gender or whatever it is we're not gonna be talk, we're talking about when you're in an argument right how does no, 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 no. rational per yeah I feel you. I'm just using my specific Absolutely. Example, like Absolutely. My, my experience rather. Yeah. So that's how they paired it. Everyone was the man and the woman or whatever. Yeah. And for sure. um, they give you a hard boiled egg. Right. Uh-huh. And you have to they either you know, I think you I think if I recall correctly, we had to draw from a hat or some sort of basket and it's choosing, you know, the sex of the baby. That's the baby. The hard boiled egg is the baby. And then you have to care for this baby. And then it's like over the course of a week. Mm-hmm. And you're sharing the duties and stuff like that. You got to carry this damn thing with you throughout like, your <laughs> high school day and everything. Yeah. And, uh, 
but it's about like, you know, interpersonal communication, relationships and stuff like that. I mean, they were trying, you know, but that's I mean? good though. They should yeah, have kept I, I it going. I thought it was actually kind of cool. Cause you there's know, things. I mean, of course you do. That the girl people, crushing on me and shit. You know what I mean? Cause I was great. She, she knew guy. I was a great father. So she was all crushing on me and stuff. Saw that sweet high school picture. Gee, hey, I'm just saying, bro, on the yearbook. Oh, she for said, sure. Hey, I got a little, I got to let you know a little something. <laughs> and she told me she'd been crushing on me ever since PSL. Did she really? I swear. Yeah. It was, was amazing. She bad? You saw what I look like, G, right? Like you saw that hair. That's me in my senior year. And I got a few of those. Were they notches? No. No, oh. they were all like, uh, okay. all right. I never wrote, but they weren't bad looking. No, no, they were. Uh, well, that's good. Well, what do you say when you're saying notches? Notches in my like, belt? No, I'm saying like, were they notches? Like, oh, they're bad, super bad. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, dude, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. It was like one of those that, things that, that, like, oh, now you say something, but I was already. Uh, that's like, my uh, thing. I'm like, that's people. crazy that you're just like, well, dang. Well, I was already like interested in this this young lady named Gail. Really? Yeah. I keep forgetting that you guys started dating at nine years old. We, I keep we, forgetting. No, I mean, but you know, again, we didn't like we didn't have like a relationship from high school all the way up until now. We had a, a period of where we broke up and stuff. But yeah, I was I was into Gail at that time. What's the longest period you were apart again? I forgot. Mm, three years. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, but in you know when you say apart. We were still talking. We were talking. I know, but you guys weren't official for three years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I truly, didn't know we that. weren't official. We weren't official. Yeah, because we started seeing each other in like 1990. We didn't truly get together until 93. Dude, I, I thought you guys like the longest time you were apart were like three weeks. No. And then you were like, okay, 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 okay. She moved out of town. Oh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah. She had a boyfriend or two. I had a girlfriend or two. And then we had to grow up and learn some Did things. Did you ever meet these herbs? Yeah, they're fucking herbs, bro. Of course they were, G. They're San Luis Obispo. <laughs> they were from San Luis Obispo. These were they were Fresno herbs. And they traveled to see her in San Luis? Yeah. She was yeah, bad, she, dude. She was in San Luis when I was in San Luis. That's nuts. Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird <laughs> that, if you dated? Bro, she was like, she's how she's, weird would that have been? <laughs> oh, you know what? She's not that much older than me. She's when were you born? 78. Oh, she got four on you. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> but I would. It's the funny thing is, um, we would have been in such different crowds. We would have never met. We would never Mm-mm. met, dude. Mm-mm. We were in such different. Like we were, you know, we were on you were the in beach the juggling skateboard crowd, right? No, we were in the beach bonfire all night long. Weird, you no know, doing silly things around the fire at Avila and Pismo crowd with our shirts off. That's not. She yeah. was not there anymore. Yeah. She would have. She probably would have hung out with you. Yeah, she would have been like, "Okay, I'm not a child. I'm out." <laughs> she was like, "This isn't cool at four in the morning. I'm, I got. I have school." Nah, she was. She was a. Uh, she liked to have fun back then, dude. Not that she doesn't. She, now, she has I'm fun saying, now. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Not that she doesn't now, but like you know, those are your college years. You've moved out of town. You're away from your parents. So she was doing all that kind of shit. How would you feel if she kept in touch with one of her exes? I guess it just depends. You mean like on Facebook or? Yeah, Facebook. Oh, uh, I think she kind of does. I mean, not that she kind of does, but like they're on her Facebook. One of them is. About, what about texting? I guess it just all depends on what you're texting. Dude, about. you're a G. You're such a nice person, man. I'm not you're a jealous a nice person. person. No, it's just I'm, I I'm not a jealous person. She doesn't give me a reason to be jealous. Now, when she was younger, that was a whole other story. But now, nah, I'm not jealous. 
That's so beautiful, man. That is so. So the whole all these little scenarios you throw at me about the nude beach or the you're not even tripping. I don't trip, dude. I'm working on it. I'm actually working on not uh, tripping about stuff like that, especially since you know you know you know you read these Buddhist books and they're like, look, dude, the 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 goal of life is not what you could hold on to, but what you could live without, what you could let go of, and still be okay. I'm like, Jesus, dude. That's tough. That's like a lifelong. He's like, yeah, you're going to lose things in life. And some of them are going to be people you love and people you're dating. Things might just happen. Nothing's guaranteed. And are you okay after that? Because if you're only okay because they're there, well, then you're not okay. And that's tough, dude. That's what I've been working on. Dude, I want a job where I can just sit and read all night. It's nice. It is. N- I'm not going to lie. It's nice. <laughs> I was talking to Bucks about you the other night. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to. Uh... Oh, by the way, you guys. Uh... Steve, in some capacity, and myself, we're going to be on the next episode of Ooh, Electric Shock. So I hope that's not a... Uh, you said it wrong. Oh, sorry. Ooh, Electric Shock. There we go. There we go. I don't <laughs> think that um, it's a spoiler or anything like that. But it's, no. th- we've been trying to do like a crossover situation for a while, and it's yeah. sort of happening. And uh, you just so threw me fun. off, Steve. What the hell was I just talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I was talking <laughs> to Bucks, and we were trying to figure out, because... I'm going to be talking about Spider-Man. I'm going to see Spider-Man tonight. Uh-huh. You're not. So no. we will come back to it on this show. But um, I said, well, Steve, you know, I said, it'd be nice if we get Hudson on. I said, I don't know, though. But then again, my man does read a lot at work. <laughs> does, I do. He does have some time. You know, Steve, I don't know. Would I fire you? No. You did, You get the work done. That, yeah, I get the work. It's funny because every year these two ladies buy me a Christmas gift mm-hmm. at the job. Every oh, single year. Really? Now, and how does Belle feel about that? Oh, she doesn't trip. How would She's, you feel if oh, these if, two guys bought Belle a gift every year? If they were, because it's the equivalent of having two dudes that are parents of a kid being like, thank you for taking care of my child. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Thank you for taking care of our area. I'm like, oh, no, no problem. And they give me a, every every year it's, it's chocolate, mint, mint chocolate. Like, you know, the, uh, the what are they? Uh, Seas candy? Girl Scout cookie. Ju- Girl Scout cookies. Lots of Girl Scout cookie talk this week, Steve. Well, they're good. If you heard Patreon, that is. Lots of Girl Scout. We're talking about cannabis and, and cookies, by the way. Fan- they're fantastic. I, I, I don't. I agree. I agree in, in uh, all shapes and forms. <laughs> they're so good. And I don't even like, <laughs> like, normally I don't do mint chocolate chip, but I was like, let me try these, bro. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I was like, you know, there's something about the Girl Scout cookies. It's good that shit, are man. Really, really good. Are those your favorites, that. the Thin Mints? Uh, no, my favorite are the, cho- um, they have peanut butter chocolate. Mm-hmm. That peanut is butter a patties. problem, dude. What about the peanut butter, like the peanut butter version of Oreos, whatever they call those? Never had those. Oh, gee. It's peanut butter cookies with peanut butter in between. Oh, that's a problem. Doug. It is a problem. Let me, because I haven't seen any, no one's come to my, no one comes to my door for these. I always have to buy them because a friend's friend yeah. Like their daughter is, I'm like, yeah. give me. We eight used to be boxes. that family. We used to be that family. Get, oh, really? Uh, Sarah was in Girl Scouts, so we used to sell grips of cookies. Do you know anybody that's selling cookies? No, I have no connection to the Girl Scouts anymore. But I tell you this: when it is Girl Scout cookie season, I assure you, just hit any like Save Mart grocery store, and you'll find them out there. Are you serious? Yes. Drive down. Sorry, folks. Local. Drive down Bullard and just look at every grocery store, and you'll see they're out there. Dude. I, I would gladly it's buy 18 boxes. You make it That's sound what she like said. You make it sound like, stop it, Steve. You make it sound like it's a, a really impossible thing to get Girl Scout cookies. I can't get them. You got to go outside and get them, Steve. I do go outside. I do go outside and I, I don't, 
actively look for them. I tell you this much: I can always. Uh, I'm sure on Facebook I could put out some feelers. Yeah, uh, and sure. be like, "Hey, anybody selling Trust Girl me, Scout kids are always, uh, parents are always trying to peddle their kids shit because it makes it easier for them. Oh, no question. You know, dude. to go on the field trip or uh, whatever to get the badge. The funny thing is, someone was selling. Here's what I'm sick of. I don't mind you selling cookies, which is dope, but I don't want your book of coupons. Fuck those coupons, huh? Give me cookies. Remember that entertainment book? Yes. That, that's gone by the wayside, I think. I don't see those anymore. No freaking question. And you'd have if to you, like, I never used it to. It's like, uh, I'm sure there are people out there that actually use it the proper oh, way. Oh, those and coupon cut, cutters? Yeah. I just didn't have the time for that. Was that your phone dinging? No. I think it was, Dan. I don't know. Nothing. Okay. My last notification for that matter, sir, was 37 minutes ago. Oh, well, look at Mr. Popular. Hey, you know what? Look at Mr. Popular. The Uber dude. wants me to drive for him. What can I say? <laughs> hey, I heard an, uh, I, when I was getting an Uber from the Hawaiian trip, I was talking to the guy, of course. I always plan on not. But I was like, uh, how long have you been doing this, G? It's impossible like, for you to not do this. Because I'm curious how much money they're making. Let me tell you something, bro. They're doing okay. Hell yeah. Well, in Hawaii, they're doing No, I'm talking, I was in Fresno. Oh. They're doing okay, man. Now, the Hawaiian cats, yes, all day, dude. The Hawaiian it's all about dudes. the hustle, Steve. Like, you really got to put the work in, though. Like, I've been in, you know, out of town, and I've gotten an Uber. Like, maybe me and my buddy are going to a concert, and we just don't want to drive. And you start a conversation up with the guys you're driving back because you've got your, you know, your chock full of liquor. And uh, a lot of these people actually come from areas like Fresno, you know, not a big city. And then oh, yeah. they go to the city, and they make yeah. shit. They'll just work all weekend yeah. and make a shit ton of money. Well, as far as, you know. Uber money goes. I mean, I, they can clear 70. A year? Uh-huh. Yeah, I believe that. You're working they, they for go it, though. Eight hours a day, yeah. And that's eight a lot of a mileage on your car, too. Dude, I was in one dude's car, and uh, I was like, um, it's funny how our memory can make someone mad all over again. He was like, um, oh, I said, geez, hey, you're talking I was sitting there talking, and I was like, hey, has anybody ever puked in your car? And he was like, gee, man. I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. He is mad. And he's like, I asked this dude, are you feeling sick? He's like, no, I'm fine. And he's like, are you sure? Because you could, he, could, he could see him that he was stumbling a little bit. And he was kind of like getting his bearings, shaking his head. And he got in. And ever so often, he'd roll down the window. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just getting air. And the next thing you know, he said, he puked all through my backseat. That like, sucks. He did one heave, oh, and he's like, the next heave was just, oh, like everywhere. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? He's like, dude, in my brain, I can still smell it. Even though, because once you puke, they, you have to, they have to pay like 200 and something dollars on top of the fare so that they're paying for your car to get detailed. He's like, but they can't get in every crevice. They can't get, so you get in ever so often and you still smell throw up. And that's a, that's a risk you take with Uber. People are probably going to puke in your car. You triggered a dream memory for me. I was uh, just last night. I dreamt this because the night before, well, last night anyway, uh, I was with this patient and they were giving her pain medication. So that makes oh. you nauseous sometimes. And I had pain to, meds. I yeah, didn't know that. Make you very nauseous. Usually, like uh, morphine. Uh, morphine is usually the big one. Yeah, and then they'll have to give you some like Zofram or something like that to you know injection to get you to chill. Jesus Christ, dude! And they never do at this place. I'm not saying the name of the facility, but these fucking nurses never give it to them, right? It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm trying to dip 
and uh, I had to deal with that that nausea thing. So not a big deal. I've had people throw up on me. It's I put my hands in poop one time. It's it's gross. But that's I'm always okay. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. But anyway, that's why you wear gloves. But uh, last night I had this dream that I was like trying to catch. Be- Okay, I'm not going to get into it, but remember my C2E2 experience where I had to play doctor for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, or nurse, I should say. Um, that came into play, but the person in this dream would not stop puking. So it was just like coming out like waterfall. <laughs> and then, but it wasn't just what this person. It was like, all, I would just kept like, I can't even really remember the dream, but I just remember like walking through different areas and there's someone yeah. puking and I'll stop and help them. And it's just like, like a waterfall. It just keeps coming out. It's so weird that you, that you brought that up. I'm a little what, now what may what do you think you think that that your your earlier experience triggered that i don't know no i think it was just because of last night i don't really have a big hang up with puke but it was just weird that i was like wow these people are puking a lot dude i didn't know morphine made you nauseous yeah it's it's nasty it's a nasty business steve D- i know that the barium does though it's not supposed to it's actually supposed to cut your uh co- not cut i'm sorry coat your stomach yeah, I heard that like certain people drink, they're like, you have to drink this whole thing and try not to throw it up. The contrast medium that we use, here's a fun fact for you. I don't know if it's a fun fact, but it is an observation that I've made. You okay. know me and my demographics with MRI. And of course. Um, another thing that I have found is that the people that get nauseous off of contrast, our contrast is supposed to be very safe. I'm not going to get into the facts of it, but it's uh, deemed like a group two, meaning it's a little bit safer on the kidneys and all that kind of stuff. And it shouldn't really have any type of effect when you inject it. You should just be like, okay, I'm good to go. Uh, black people, for some reason, get very nauseous off of MRI contrast. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think it's because we get in our heads. We're like, is this going to make me sick? I think I feel sick. I'm thinking about you like immediately. You oh, yes, nervous. dude. Uh, most people, they like oh, other folks will be like, they'll be talking. Yeah, you know, the other day, da, 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 da. Once you put that stuff in us, immediately all we're thinking about is that stuff. Like, is this going to make yeah. me sick? I don't like being sick. Nauseous. And yeah. all of a sudden you're nauseous. I, you know, honestly, I really do feel for black people in MRI situations because, and I'm not trying to be funny, man. I swear. Yeah. And you, you know, I'm telling the truth right now. Oh yeah. I am not trying to be funny or, or, you know, whatever, poke fun, anything like that. But it's just, it's, it's damn near traumatic for about 85% of the black patients that I do. They yeah. are terrified, very untrusting uh-huh. and, and they get, they make themselves sick a lot. It's very strange, man. Like I, like I told you before, like I, <laughs> When I was uh, training a lot of students, uh-huh. you know, I'd have to go, listen, just prepare for this. It's not necessarily going to happen. I realize I probably sound like a goddamn racist right now. That's not the case, but just look out for it. And a lot of times I know they'd be looking at each, like the students looking for like this fucking guy. Who, who's he? You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty racist what he just said. And then sure as shit, it would happen. And I'd be like, I told you, I know how it sounds. It's just one of those things. It's reality. I, I just don't. <laughs> I don't think we like being in close quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Laying down in close quarters does not make it like our our brain be like, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. It just, <laughs> it just probably like, triggers like you know there might be something to that. It just triggers. I'm telling some you, very uh, deeply rooted emotion, I guess. Oh yeah, like I I know like Crew believes in like uh, he believes in all that reincarnation and stuff, and that you have to go through the steps. Uh, you know, you got to go from chicken to like dog to something to buffalo to human. Really? And like, yo, dead. So by dude. his theory, we were buffaloes last life? We were all, yeah. He said a lot of the problems that you have is because whatever, whatever you did in your past life, you never asked for forgiveness and now you're suffering from it. And I'm like, like he, the, you know. So is being human a punishment? No, it's just there's things that you're being punished for. Oh. Like there, you know, he said, uh, like he's like like when you kill a snake 
He said, did you have to kill that snake? And I said, well, no. And that's a bad thing to do. He's like, exactly. Now you have to ask for forgiveness. He said, but what if the snake would have bit you? I'll kill the I was fuck like, out of snakes. Well, then you were supposed to kick, kill it. He's like, but what if the snake bit you? Because in a past life, you did something evil to that snake. I'm like, oh, now I see what he's like. You have to, before you do things to people, just consider where they're at and what where you are. Like, what can you do to diffuse this whole? I'm like, that's why you're so zen. Like, sometimes they'll have us kick in the bag and he's just sitting in the middle of the floor meditating. Just thinking that's about stuff. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be like, another 50 and he'll be Get meditating. Yep. And I'll be doing it. And then I'll look. I'm like, oh, he might not be looking. I look back and I'll have like one eye open at me. And I'm like, oh, he's looking. And then he'll go back to. <laughs> it's kind of like a power nap. It's not a oh, real meditation. Sure. It's like a power meditation. That's what he said. I said, hey, why don't you take a vacation? He said, I take a vacation every time I meditate. I'm always. Wow. I can always take a vacation. That's how you save money right there. I bet you his Dude. family gets pissed about that. We want to go to Disneyland. Nah, close Bro. your eyes. Bro, this Crush next two leg. weeks. Get on your knees and close your eyes. There's meditate. Gee, mm. the next two, he's going to have the gym closed for two weeks. That's the first vacation oh he's God. taken in seven years. What are you going to do, and, man? Well, he ha- he gave me the key. He said, call Steve. He'll run a class. Oh, shit. You're that yeah. guy, huh? Teacher's pet? Yeah. Oh, that's gross, Steve. You're it's, hey, what pet. am I going to do? What am I going to do? He'll ask me to, he'll ask me. He Hi, asked crew. Me, like, count. Yep. <laughs> Every time I come in, I say my, you know, my greeting and I'm in. What's your greeting? Somebody cop. Somebody call a cop. Somebody cop. Like somebody cop, you bow. You bow somebody somebody cop. cop out in here. Who's the cop? <laughs> there is a, I told you that there's a cop there. There's two now. You want to like, go, somebody cop. And he's right there. <laughs> like, hi. What's, he got me again. <laughs> there's two. Fuck these and, dad and jokes. One dude's really nice. One dude's, uh, I was like, crew, just don't tell me who are police. Just don't tell me. Because then I look at them totally different. But can't you tell? No. Really? One of them. They're incognito can't. cops. Totally. No mustache, crew cut. Nope. Nope. Nice guys. And then he tells me he's like, "Yeah, they're both police." I'm like, "Ugh." Well, I know he, we we know we have differences differences of opinion here. Oh, for I mean, sure. Not for all sure. not all cops are bad guys. Or and now guys. every time he they like we we because Saturday's clinching day. All we do is clinching. Clinching butt cheeks. And yeah, <laughs> I'm for real. Like, what's that mean? Like, oh, I thought you were joking. No, oh, it's serious. like when you uh, you know how uh. Say wrestling when they get up and each and they both have their hands around each other's necks, kind of like grappling. Yes, but you're not going to the floor. You're just you're pulling each other. Like people have, a few people have dropped out because their necks are too sore because you do it for an hour, and uh, they stand in the like hey, I, I was single last, once. I understand, dude. It sucks, man. And you don't. Oh man, I can't even tell this story on freaking computer. Why? The I'll names, the names of the characters. Have no, been changed. if I say the story, you're going to know. There's only one person that couldn't know this. Well, right so now, I'm completely I'll, lost. I'll tell you later. Okay, fair enough. Yes, it's a, it's a, or I'll do it on Patreon. But oh, um, come on, man, you're killing me. We're gonna do it on Patreon so that that the that the real folks be listening. Every time you, know? you say we're gonna do it on Patreon, both of us forget. This one I won't because it was fairly recent. She she told me this fairly recently. Um, oh, you but uh, clinching is difficult, and we have that. But Saturday, I'm not going to be able to like this next two weeks. I'm not going to run a clinching class. I'm just not good enough. But I can run a normal class. And he told someone else, he's like, "Yeah, I'm probably going to have Steve have a class. I might just give him a class that he just wow. runs." It's amazing, Steve. And some people I say mean, you have no class, dude. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Jay? All what's my that? life, I was telling someone this. They're like, "Why do you like movie ties so much?" I said. It's a thing was everyone told me I was only good at one thing and to find out that you're good at something else is pretty amazing. 
What was the one thing? Music. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah, like, well, you, you're good at that. Well, of course, that's what you're going to do. And then someone else is like, actually, you're good at this. You have it. You really are good. And Over the like, course oh. of time, Steve, we've established that you're a fantastic uh, multi. What was it? A bell choir bell ringer, <laughs> which is music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you juggle. Oh, you know what? Magician. Gymnastics. Magician. Yeah. I would say you're probably I've never seen you impress me with with magic, though. You know what, dude? I think if I worked on it, here's what I guarantee. If I worked on a trick for, say, a month, I yeah. would have you thinking that you would ask me, how the hell did you do that? For sure. You know what really impresses me with magic is the card tricks. And Those I know there's nuts, some dude. form of math involved with it, but that's how you impress me, sir, with the card well, tricks. Well, the secret to, ma- to the card tricks, as Penn Gillette so eloquently put, um, he says, it's not so much that it's baffling your brain. You just are underestimating how long we'll work to trick you in five minutes. If you thought we worked on the next, if I told you, hey, this next track, uh, next trick I worked on for eight hours a day for 10 years, then you wouldn't be. You'd be like, oh, well, of course you can do this because you did this so much. But you think it's just happening so fast. You're like, hey, how did he do that? You're right. Like, yeah, consider how long I worked on every single movement but you don't take that into consideration that's why your mind is blown he said so just let people do it so quickly that they think you did it like you worked on it yesterday and blew their mind today that's the goal otherwise they wouldn't be impressed oh yeah you worked on this for 15 years eight hours a day yeah you're yeah i got it you made the car disappear but it's somewhere for sure I'm like yeah that's why it's pretty that dude has such an enlightened view of magic it's beautiful man hearing him talk about magic but now they're retiring so you got to go see him uh they are gonna be in las vegas when i'm there go see them dude it's possible i might hey you know what else you're good at though steve movie reviews dude that was really good I, i'm just figuring because I, I know you and you're gonna hit me with a hey i gotta leave in five minutes if i don't do this i was soon. literally gonna be telling you that fairly soon here well uh, as far as i know you have you said 130 is that still the case 115 oh you son of a gun i'm over here watching the clock because you told me 130 all right let's give mediocre reviews it ain't gonna be no mediocre review you always do this to me, Steve. We had reviews. We I had do. three things to talk about today. But the good thing is, we have a Patreon. And we have, ooh, Electric Shock. That's true. That's true. But I wanted to talk about, let's, listen, let's at least give attention to one of these things. I'm going to go with the first thing you told me to watch because I have a feeling I know what the one I told you to watch is like for you, like in your opinion. So let's just do, let's start off with the oh, Alpinist crap. and see how we do. Which one did you tell me to watch? You watched it. The unforgivable. Oh, unforgivable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to talk about that. <laughs> let's do seven and a half a piece on these and see what we can. Co- okay, let's do it. it. All right, all right. So uh, let's start right. off with the Alpinist, ladies and gentlemen. Have you seen the Alpinist? It's a documentary. It's on Netflix. <laughs> uh, it runs an hour and thirty-two minutes. Came out in twenty twenty-one. Rated PG thirteen. Yes, I'm reading IMDb. Thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I wonder. Uh, probably for profanity. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So what this is, it tells the story of Mark Andre Leclerc. He uh, is a climber from, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, this dude reminds me of Adam Templeman. I don't know what it is about this guy, but like, Adam, if you've seen this, I feel like that guy's your cousin or something like that. I hope that's not the case and we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, anyway, so Mark Andre Leclerc climbs alone far from the limelight. The free spirited 23 year old, that blew my mind, 23 years old, G. Uh, Make some of the boldest solo ascents in, excuse me, in history. With no cameras and no margin for error, Leclerc's approach in the essence, excuse me, is the essence of solo adventure. Now, if some of you folks recall the movie Free Solo, 
I know we talked about that one. I know other pods have talked about that one. That was a pretty amazing documentary. And what's that guy's name? It's, I'm drawing a blank right now from Free Solo. Alex Honnold. Yes, that's it. This dude, Free Soloing. What was it? It was El Capitan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Free Solo just, just got up there and climbed that goddamn thing like a, like a sloth or a, like a monkey or something. He just kind of climbed up. And it's Crazy. pretty amazing, right? Now, here's the thing. Now we're talking about the Alpinist. And that guy is like, look, if you think I'm badass, <laughs> you got to see this crazy motherfucker, right? I'm paraphrasing, of course, but it's pretty close. Exactly what he said. Exactly, like, literally the, the vibe he got where he's like, dude, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I'm good, but check this dude out, right? So McClure, whole, his whole thing was that he was a, 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 a teenager that really didn't do well in school. He had ADHD. And it just kept him from really like applying himself in school because he couldn't sit still. He was always wanting to be out and doing things. And there's a lot of We know those kids. Yeah. Yes, we do Mm -hmm. for sure. And uh, so his mom, being the wonderful woman that she was, she decided to homeschool him and she kept him outside all the time. They would go and explore in the forest and whatnot because when you live there, I forget what part of Canada it was. It was British Columbia. I know that. I can't remember exactly where Uh it was, but there's just a lot of, you know, wilderness to explore. So he got very, very comfortable with being in the outdoors. By himself himself. at a young age, his his mom was like, I guess he's fine. I'm like, and we'll talk about that later She gave him so much trust. There's only I don't certain know if I people that my... do that, but we'll, yeah, gee, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I think we had a weird connection for a second. I didn't mean to talk over you. But, um, oh, no. Yeah, for sure. Like, she gave him so much trust. So this guy, throughout the course of his life, just kept climbing and, and climbing and climbing to the point where now, uh, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this, man. This dude is climbing. <laughs> I wish I had the, uh, the, uh, the mountains that he was in fact climbing, but let's just put it this way, folks. He would go off by himself, sometimes with his girlfriend who would, who, who was a wonderful woman. I, uh, we'll talk wonderful. about her in just a second. Wonderful. Very supportive. Everyone in his life, in fact, was very, very supportive. And this Perhaps guy was kind of like a, a local legend. Really. Like, there's yeah. this talk of this weird kid, this weird young kid that will climb anything. My man is going to, oh God, where did he go? Was it Nepal? Where did he go? Argentina. Tasmania? Argentina. Didn't he go to Tasmania though at one point? He also did or no, that. Yeah. She was in Tasmania when she oh, found. Oh okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, when she. That's right. I knew yeah. Tasmania was involved. Yeah, but he would go to uh, where was it again? Argentina. This random. So and it's an empty town because they're like it's so cold that no one is here during the winter. Didn't realize it was so cold in Argentina. By the way. Oh yeah, I did. I was told that. I would think that it would be more tropical, but hey, I don't know much about the world. So. But my man would go to areas, let's just say uh, a gigantic mountain that hasn't been scaled, that yeah. has frozen waterfalls, mm-hmm. okay? Frozen waterfalls. So my man is going from like rock to ice from the waterfall mm-hmm. to areas that could, like there's parts where you've seen him climb and you see mm-hmm. like a part of the mountain fall off. That's it's insane nuts, to me. It's nuts, and, dude. and he's not, he has no... He's like free soloing. So he's just got those weird little claws that he, dude, it's just so crazy. Like, it's insane, dude. I'm just blown. You have to see this to believe what I'm saying. But this guy was the ultimate adventurer when it came to climbing and he had no fear whatsoever. And, you know, he had that philosophy of just like, well, you know, I have to know that or realize that every time I go out for a climb, there's a chance I'm not coming back. Jesus, which I think at most climbers probably do. And, and his whole family was like, yeah, let's just he wants to be he wants to live his life. Where should I go from here, Steve? I mean, are we going to I mean, it's it's a it's a like, should we say spoilers? Spoilers. OK, listen, maybe I should have put spoilers at the top of this because now you're in it. But spoilers. OK, you're going to find out what happens here. 
Um, Take it away, Steve. Go ahead and give me your thoughts on it. So this movie, I, I knew it was going to be special when Alex Honnold said that thing where he's like, man, the first time I saw he was coming out from a deadly cold situation with no su- no shoes or socks and a shirt off. He's like, who the hell is this guy? Like, yeah. yeah, that's how you make an entrance. And he wasn't trying to make an entrance. He just was doing a Mark thing. Just He's just, he's like, like, he's just being Leclerc. That's him. And then I loved how Alex was like, he's like, yeah, we were uh, racing to see if we can get up this mountain the, the quickest. And then he beat my record. And then Alex went back and cut it in half. And he's like, yeah, so he never. He had to put in that little dig where he's like, he never did that again. Ah, uh, the ego. <laughs> oh, dude. He's like, I guess I, I guess he's not going to try that again. <laughs> but he cut it in. But I loved how Alex was, had gave so much props. And I was like, okay, what's this kid all about? Dude, this kid. And I say kid because in my brain, like his mom is my age. Bro, he's 20. Well, <laughs> he was 23 in this while they were filming this. So he's yes. a kid. It's. What he does and seeing how when he there's times where he did this amazing ascent, he comes down. They're like, hey, was it scary? He said, not particularly. Was it difficult? Not particularly. Like he wasn't impressed. Like, yeah, it was it. I got up it and it didn't hurt me. The one time that I loved was when he went up that one and it was so cold that he had to leave. The weather was so bad that he had to descend because he's like, it was going to be a two day, three day climb. Yeah, that was the blizzard one, right? Yes. And then at the bottom, he's like, I guess if I can do it in a day, I can do this. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So he goes (laughs) up this mountain and he's like, oh, it's uh, there's a blizzard coming. And you see he has a GoPro with him because he Uh wouldn't allow a team to come with him because in his opinion, it would ruin the experience. It's not a solo climb. Yeah. Yeah. But these guys that are making this movie, they they have this... uh, this little, uh, what am I trying to say? It's like a hurdle that they have to do. Yes. You know what I mean? They yes. have to figure out a way to make this. So he at least volunteers. Because sometimes he would actually disappear on them too, by the way, and just be gone. It was just hilarious. They're like, what the hell is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. And he's across the world doing some <laughs> shit. But, uh, Putting stuff on Instagram like, anyway. Yeah. But this one, he's got the GoPro. He's up there by himself. And he's like, oh, there's a blizzard coming. And he's out in the middle of this fucking blizzard. Dude. He's like, yeah, it's going really hard right now. It doesn't look I'm real. I guess I'm going to have to stop. It doesn't look real. It doesn't look real. He's just hanging. Just yeah. I mean, you know how they showed like that helicopter shot where you see the little tiny light on the mountain? Uh-huh. It really puts things into perspective of how fucking high this guy was by himself up there with minimal equipment. Yep. So, yeah. But, you know, he's, he's a human being, so it wasn't able to. It was an unsuccessful journey. He didn't make it all the way to the top. So now we're back to where you started. He, correct me if I'm wrong. He decides to go back the next day, right? Oh, and it was a few days later. Or maybe like, like the next week yeah, or something he, he like was, that. Yeah, he was waiting for the clear. And it's supposed to do it, be a few days. And so he's like, well, if I left at 2 in the morning yeah. and climbed all day and then do the, the descent later on that day. And he freaking... They show like, you know, it's I mean, it's not really showing him do it, but it's like a almost like a time lapse of a little, yes. graph, a little line going uh-huh. up. The mountain. And when you see what this man did, dude, it's just it blows my mind. Steve, I got to tell you, I'm really glad that you turned me on to this movie just because it's. um, <sighs> Why people do the most, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, that in, 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 a, no. in a very complimentary way when I say because I don't G. see other like every time I see like aggressive mountain climbers it's usually like a white dude and yes. they're so adventurous and i kind of envy for that i do I'm not a coward. i'm I a coward i wouldn't do that i just would not because do if, if dude here's the thing because here's what would not happen with a black mother if she's like if the <laughs> yeah. kid is like i'm gonna go climb a mountain she's gonna be like let me talk to you for a second 
what you're gonna do is get a job mm-hmm. and finish this, finish college, and after you do your whole thing, go have all the mountain climbing time. You immediately, but when you have parents who are like, okay, why not? He yeah. might die. Such is life. It's more of a when you when you are taught that you only have one shot to do something, and if something fails, everything's over. Like you have yeah. one shot in this world. But when you're not taught that, was like, hey, the world is an adventure and nothing can happen. Yeah, you're yeah. more likely and to of course, be like. Maybe- this doesn't go for all families, not all. Whatever, but, but, but I share that too because I mean, yeah. coming from like a from the Mexican background, you know, a lot of it could be something to the effect of, oh, so think you think you're bad now, huh? I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go and climb. A- you think you're all bad? I didn't do that. That's a big thing in in uh, Mexican families. Oh, you think you're all bad? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny, dude. Yeah, I really. think here's what I will say. Oh, I'm about to say, I think I would, it would be easier for me to have started doing stuff like that mm-hmm. had I, because now that I'm thinking about it, like, you're more likely to climb the mountains that he's climbed than to be like a, a famous musician. You're more likely to be able to do that thing. Yeah, you'd have a you'd have a better chance of doing absolutely because there is a route to that. But you're like, I want to become Bruno Mars. There's no route to that. No, you have something tangible that's right in front of you. Bingo, that you can actually do it. Whereas Bingo. you're you're chasing a dream in that other scenario. Absolutely, and maybe and it'll I, happen, but probably won't. That's why I think what he did. The, the gorgeous thing about what Mark uh, Mark Andre did was he found something that was tangibly accomplishable, and he just started doing those things. He saw something where every mountain he saw, if it had a face on it, and if it had things that you could put your hands on, he thought, I can climb that. And he was freaking right. Remember that time where he was climbing and he's like, my hands are numb. I can't feel them because it's on ice. I was like, then how are you? Not a good sign. Yeah, exactly. How are you doing this then? And he just did it. And even the people from Argentina was like, that dude is different. Yeah. But they you know, knew it's like he's he, different. he was different even as a teenager. He was different. Yes. They're talking to some of his old friends and, or more. He's talking about hanging out with his old friends, I should say. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, you know, sometimes maybe we would all get some uh, big old sheet of blotter and they would take a hit of acid and go and have fun. I would take six and go off by myself. That's he was crazy. just always that guy. He did always one that step. Guy. And maybe for, and that I, had something to do with it. I, I think uh, the more you open your mind with that shit, it leads you to do more, I think. But remember, as a kid, he was already using those axe climbers in like what did he do build some sort of climbing thing in his room how he was climbing in his room yeah. i was like oh he's already he was genetically predisposed to be climbing no and his hands were strong obviously he was just ready to yeah. rock and roll but there's these three legendary alpinists that were uh talking about him and one dude was like yay i love the fact that he's one of his friends was like yay i love the fact that he's pushing the limits the other alpinists were like look let me tell you something if you push the limit, I love that he's doing it, but when you're doing it that fast, there's kind yeah. of only one ending. When yeah. you're doing it that fast, because he was doing things no one had ever done over yeah. and over right. and These over older again. climbers are in awe of what this guy's Absolutely. But they were realistic and it's like, oh, there's one end to this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you are you can't, they said every time you do it successfully, you're putting a notch on that belt and saying, how many times can you do it and come back home? That's crazy. That's and they're real. They're like, there's only so many times you could tempt fate. There's only so many times, and then yeah. something happens. And uh, unfortunately, in this movie, spoiler alert, I wasn't ready for it. 
I really wasn't ready for it because I really genuinely thought at the end it was going to be like, uh, Mark Andre, we haven't been able to talk to him for a while because he's off in some random whatever. I thought that was going to be a thing. And it takes a left turn. Why don't you tell him about the? How did you feel about that left turn? And what is it, Dan? <laughs> I will. I will sincerely tell you right now. I hope you guys are paying attention to our spoiler warnings. I mean, this is a documentary. Yes. This is something that you could go online and look at. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not talking about uh, the, uh, the the what's going to happen in Spider Man here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is just like a documentary. Yeah. But yeah, so the that's, it just turns out that those people, the older climbers that are more sensible, were in fact right. Yeah, uh, it's it's really sad because you kind of you don't see it happen. But what it is is he um, he decides to go up and do the. I forget where it was too, and I'm so sorry. It was in Somewhere in Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. And he got in touch with this one climber who was pretty famous up there. And he's like, hey, I want to go and scale this. uh, Damn it. It's driving me crazy. I can't remember what it's called. But he wants to go scale this mountain that I don't think a lot of people actually had. He wanted to go up to the summit and he needed the assistance of this guy to like kind of guide him up there. I guess that's how I took it anyway. Which wasn't an insane considering what he's done before. Yeah. This wasn't. uh, I don't understand why he wanted someone yes. by his, like with him this time you know what i mean so interesting i think he just wanted to like hey let's go up together but it made it seem like this mountain was compared to what he's done it's like yeah, yeah. this is just a an ascent that he wanted to yeah. do well we should also point out that yes he is just going up there and just rocking the mountain went right when he gets there but he is putting in the homework like he's oh, following yeah, the dude. weather he's mm-hmm. you know he's he's really doing his homework when it comes to this so maybe he brought him along for insight you know? And you can never, what happens to him, you cannot forecast. Well, you can't I think forecast you something can. like that. I mean, honestly, I was forecasting it the entire time I'm watching this movie. I know, but I'm saying like the avalanche. Even if you yeah. check the weather, they're like, all it takes is something to be dislodged. Right, right. So I mean, you kind of just over. heard what, what happens. But what ends up happening is he gets up to the top of the summit with this other guy. And for some strange reason, as high as they are, there's actual cell phone signal up there. Yes. So he takes a video and texts. Uh, I think the other guy takes a video and shows them on the mountain. He's like, hey, there's Mark oh, Andre right there. And he's just like yeah. smiling, totally stoked that he's up there. <clears throat> and he's like, so I'm going to, you know, he sends a text to his girlfriend and he's like, all right, so we're going to start the descent now. And that's like the last footage that you see. Fast forward when I'd mentioned Tasmania. The, his these people traveled right like they just went dude, everywhere but dude. his girlfriend while he was on this trip decides to go to Tats- <clears throat> excuse me to Tasmania and she's just hanging out on a boat and she gets a call telling them that Mark Andre and this other guy are missing and they were missing for what a week or something like that or yes. at least a few days so yes. they ended up doing this search party and what happens is there's a helicopter that's a uh, you know scanning the mountain and they come across one of the cables and the cable is just like stretched. Did you Jesus. see that? How stretched yes, that cable dude. was? Yes. And, you know, so, yeah, they he ultimately ends up meeting his fate along with this other guy. And it's Ugh. just sad. But, I mean, it's like, you know, because the whole, just how, it, I mean, just losing someone in general is going to make you, it's a very sad experience. But someone like that, it's like weird because you see it coming. You just do. I mean, at least I did. I just, I'm not saying like, I'm watching this. I'm like, this guy's going to be dead by the end of this movie. But I'm like, how is he how is he doing this? Like he's going to meet his fate at some point. I really do feel like if you're a rock climber, even like my man in Free Solo, you keep going, you're going to fuck around and find out one of these days. It's just Oh yeah, dude. We're just we're human beings, man. We're imperfect. We have, you know, think about that. These guys are using their hands just to climb. What happens if you had a spasm in one of your hands or something like that? It's That's it. all it takes. That's all it takes. Game over. So, 
you know, you, you do kind of see it coming, but once it happens, it's just like, wow, because this guy was just so full of life. He was doing things that, that other people just weren't doing and probably weren't going to do for quite some time. You never know. The next, the next Mark Andre Leclerc could actually be out there right now on some rock. You know what I mean? Dude, it, it's really sad, nuts. but that cable, when you see that cable stretch, Jesus, well, that, that's dude. what had happened is that uh, they had, they had, uh, they had mentioned avalanches and that's exactly what happened. They got caught in an avalanche and basically I'm curious. I have the impression that they're still up there. Oh yeah. They, they never found the bodies. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they just basically got uh, frozen into the glacier, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to recover. That's it. just wild yeah. to me, man. And it, it's yeah, just like on, uh, you know, in oh, Everest, yeah. all those bodies are at the top of Everest. It's one day. It's I, I, top, I believe but. one day it will be, you know, it'll be stone. You know, it's just maybe another avalanche. And you're just going to see the, uh, you know, them fairly preserved. But it's going to be um, it's sad because one thing I did love at the end was when his, you know, his mom was like, imagine what you would do if you had no restrictions, if you. If you're just like, I'm going to do this thing and you just weren't, fear didn't hold you back. And he lived that. I was like, you know what he did? A lot of people live 23 years, 40, 50, 60 years having done nothing. And I, I will say in the 23 years that he walked this planet, no one can ever, you're going to always remember Mark andre Leclerc. I will always remember that guy now. Even if I forget his name, they're going to be like, remember that dude that would do free solo on the, immediately, I'll be like, oh, on the ice, on the, Yes. Yes, I remember that dude. That it was in uh, like after I saw it, I immediately was like, "Dan, you have to watch this movie." I was not prepared. Yeah, and thank I was you. not prepared. Thank you. I, it was weird because, like, again, I'm hoping that you're listening to the spoiler warnings because it was just one of those things where, like, I te- I was watching it and I'm texting and see if, like, okay, yeah. I'm watching it now, man. And I'm like, oh shit, this dude's crazy. And at the end, I'm like, I think I put something like Jesus, man. Yeah, you could have warned me, but <laughs> I was I was not ready either. I just thought it was a. Um, it was such, I didn't realize how invested I was in him until right. then. And I was like, oh, I was invested. If this was a fictional piece, I wouldn't have mentioned the uh, the ending. But this is, you know, you can this read is real. This There's online. no spoiler alert for real life. Right. Um, I do believe that it would make a fantastic movie. An oh, absolutely for sure. stunning movie. But Starring now that you know, Oh, dude. Holy <laughs> cow. Grow some hair. Dude, is it me? No, seriously. Like He has like way like curlier, wavy hair than Adam. And I've only seen Adam like on um, on video a couple of times. I've he has the vibe of Adam. He has that he has vibe the of vibe. Adam. I, I don't know if it's just like this Canadian chill vibe or what it is, but I feel like those two could be homies. I could imagine. I could imagine Adam hitting me up and being like, "Hey, I just um, I just uh, ascended some random mountain by myself." I'd be like, "Of course you did." I don't like to single out people, but I have to say that Adam is actually one of my favorite listeners you know what i'm saying because when you start talking to him or if you put something up on facebook or something like that and he comments he's always got this very unique way of looking at things and he and the dude knows a little bit about everything he really dude, maybe a lot if i was canoeing and i was surrounded by zombie sharks i'd be like no one's been in this Adam. situation oh for sure i'd be like okay this is gonna be wild but there's zombie sharks he's like oh zombie sharks yeah definitely you must be here yeah Here's and then he'll the explain exactly. <laughs> he'll explain to you how to get out of the situation in a calm soothing manner yeah and after as i'm struggling he'd be like a uh, side note when's the next episode drop i'll be like gonna be gonna be doing these <laughs> real quick. really liked episode 175 <laughs> dude yeah adam is a guy that knows every like 
a lot like stuff about everything like what even muay thai when i was uh, uh private messaging him he's like yeah you're gonna he schooled me with the really aggressive sparring partners and he schooled me with the i'm like my knees are kill my shins are killing me he's like yeah that's gonna it's gonna be a thing i can't remember if it was you telling me or if he commented on facebook but i'm like of course he knows muay thai as well that he's just that guy why wouldn't he? so sorry adam i don't mean to single you out buddy but it's just you definitely if you haven't seen this movie and maybe we're completely wrong because obviously we truly don't know you personally, but that dude has your vibe. That's the best thing I can say. Or maybe he had your vibe. Now it's just. Can you, you believe that the mom is like our age, dude? Stop it, Steve. Is this where we're this. at at this point? Like I look we at people, are, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a friend. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just. But what would you rate it? Uh, excellent documentary. Um, I think I will give this one. Hmm. A little short, but I mean, you can't really help that. So I think I will go with uh, I'm gonna go three point seven five out of five uh, trips to Argentina. That's a good rating. I will give this four out of five Spanish speaking Canadians. I like that. Yeah, I was impressed with his Spanish, his Espanol. I was very impressed, dude. I was like, look at this guy right here. Como está? Eh? He was like, and then he played guitar. Yeah, he's one of those guys. That's what I'm saying. He does a little bit. That's what I'm saying. He's fucking Adam. He just does one of like I don't. I think Adam is a musician. If I'm not mistaken, I could be making that part up. Is Maybe he's a, not a musician. Maybe that's the one thing that he doesn't do. You know what I'd be shocked at? This would be the one thing that blew my mind if we were all out at C2E2 and Adam. All of a sudden, we were all talking, and uh, like a song comes on and a beautiful voice happens, and we turn around and it's Adam doing karaoke. I'd be like, Oh wow! <laughs> now this is what I didn't expect. We're all enjoying the bar atmosphere. You just hear, no, I <laughs> had the time of my life. It's fucking Adam. <laughs> yeah, I guess since we're talking so much, Adam, uh, I guess we've sort of assigned you homework, Adam. I'm very curious to hear what you think about this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm curious to hear what everyone thinks about this. It's just I keep seeing Adam in the documentary. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, let us know what you think about this one. The Alpinist on Netflix. It's just dropped not too long ago. <laughs> really? And good. I'm really glad that you told me to watch that one, dude. I would recommend it to anyone that's uh, A, into like mountain climbing, rock climbing, or just documentaries in general. Uh, also, I would recommend this to Joe Stark if he hasn't seen it, because I know Joe's into rock climbing, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that. So uh, I imagine you have to get going, sir. I do, but we can do a three-minute. You want to do a quick, just our yeah, thoughts on the next one? Just the thoughts on the next one. This is just a quick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I asked you to watch, and you were already watching it, by the way, uh, probably because it was like the first thing that pops up on Netflix, but the uh, Sandra Bullock drama, The Unforgivable. I like the fact that she's letting herself age. She has a lot of a little work done. I think they did some work. I think they did some work on her to make her look a little more. I don't haggard. think. You know well, I saying? mean, other than the, I think other than the, um, like she had something funky going on with her lips the whole time. No, you that's her lips, dude. Like if you see her on a, if you see her on uh, her interviews, she's had work done on her lips. No, but they were like a different color. They were like pale. Oh, I thought she meant the shape. No, 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 no. Not her lips. Like, not like, I see what you're saying. But no, like, if you look, she's got like this weird white coating over her. I didn't her, know that. Her mouth. Yeah. But anyway, let's get to it. So, uh, The Unforgivable. Uh, the, a woman is released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime and reenters society that refuses to forgive her past. That means unforgivable. Uh, oh, starring nicely. Sandra Bullock. And uh, actually, there's a pretty good crew of people on this one here. We've got Sandra Bullock. We've got Viola Davis, who does not play around. We've got Vincent D'Onofrio. Hello. Hey, 
Hey, hey, hey, special episode this week of some, you know, we're, we didn't talk about it, but special episode on Disney Plus. That's all I'm saying. Listen. John Bernthal, who seems to be in everything these days, and Richard Thomas, Steve, a.k.a. John Boy Walton. My man looks pretty good for his age. Did you, did you, you I didn't Walton. even know that I, was him. This John Boy Walton. Dude. Huh. So, you know, see, I'm going to go with you. What, what were your thoughts on this movie? I Okay, so from the beginning of the movie, I kind of... Once I got into the vibe of I know where this is going, yeah. I just like, let me just enjoy the movie. And you know what the weird thing is? I did not, in fact, know where it was going. At the end, I'm not even going to give the spoiler, but uh, the little switcheroo, I was like, hey, I didn't see that coming. Will you look at this? I thought it was a, San- like, I can watch Sandra Bullock in anything. And let alone Viola Davis, but I could watch the I could watch her in anything. It's not a if someone's like the movie was horrific, the movie was terrible. I'd be like, have you seen? You haven't seen terrible movies. Like I can send you some terrible movies. This was a like a good right down the middle, cool. Like if 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 you don't have say a, it was fine, Steve. Change your language up. Don't say it's fine. I would put it above fine. I would say yeah, that if you have like a de- like your parents are over and you want a movie that doesn't go too far, <laughs> like oh, excellent not- recommendation. I recommended this to my mother; she loved it. See, there's no like oh, there's some hardcore. There's no weird stuff that happens, and at the end, people that don't watch a lot of movies will be like, interesting. They dig right. it, and there's some interesting messaging that Viola Davis puts in, where when everyone's supposed to be feel, feel sorry for her, she's like, oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. I ain't feeling sorry for you. And I thought it was a Is it good. me, man? Or is Viola Davis the person? She just has this look like she is not the one to fuck with. Not Anything the one. you see, she has the, all she has to do is make that look. You know the look I'm talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Super intimidating, man. She's yeah. the type to be like, hey, Steve, go do your homework. And I was like, but mom. And she looks over her glasses. I'll be like, okie dokie. Homework it is. Yeah, those eyes, man. Those oh, eyes dude. are the business. You don't Listen. fuck around with Viola Davis. And, so, and she's great in this, too, because fantastic. she has that. I'm sorry. She has that demeanor that you're kind of used to seeing her most of the time in, uh, you know, but the thing is, is that she's a big piece of the puzzle of this movie. You no know I mean? question. I really enjoyed her performance. No D'Onofrio was great too, but there wasn't, I wanted more D'Onofrio. And I, I would think if you really want a good Viola Davis, go watch Widows or Fences. Yeah, Widows but, is dope. Dude, it's amazing. So question for you real quick. Basically what's going on in this movie is that uh, she's, Sandra Bullock's been out of prison. She's got out for good behavior after 20 years and it's for killing someone okay i'll just say that now once she's out the family of this person that was killed is aware that she's out and they're kind of following around and and, you know watching her every move because they have their own motives involved Uh um the reason that brought up the family though is the one guy that uh, you thought was going to be the main aggressor but ends up not being the main aggressor did you find it odd that so he's got like a bell's palsy in this movie right yes so i was wondering do you think this guy always has the Bell's palsy? Because they bring it up. They bring attention to it. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I'm on new medication. So this is what's going on. Yes. yes My yes, thoughts yes. are kind of like, and I haven't looked into this, but I'm wondering, do you think the actor who um, I'll give you his name in just a second. But do you think that actor got the part and then suddenly maybe developed the Bell's palsy? I don't think and they so. had think, to kind of like work. I think it was an affect. But Why? There's no reason for it. Didn't he say, I'm, I'm stressing out? No, he just said he's like, I'm on new medication. Yeah. But like, why would you add that weird detail in of someone having a Bell's palsy? They never go back to it. It just seemed very weird to me that they brought that up. Like, 
you know, if the guy's, if it's an actor and he has Bell's palsy, if, okay, let me give you an example. I mean, not to be like point people out, but like say someone like say Tina Fey. Okay. Yes. Tina Fey has that scar on her face, right? Uh huh. But they never talk about it ever, 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 ever do they ever talk about it. But in this one particular movie with this guy that I personally have never seen before, they make it a point within the first five minutes to bring up his Bell's palsy. And then they never touch on it again. I was thinking hmm. that he was going to go off the deep end and maybe get on the right meds. And then yeah. I just couldn't figure out why they brought that up. And to yeah. me, I'm just wondering, I'm, I'm going to have to look it up now, but does this I, actor always have that? Or is it something that developed on set and they needed to work with it? That Pre-production, a, that's maybe. a really actually good question. Cause I, I thought all they did was make you want to sympathize with how stressed out over the, what happened to his father and all that crap. But that's, it, it's been 20 years though. I know, but maybe they're trying to really stick it. Be like, hey, look how crazy this whole situation made the kids. I don't know. I'm going to really have to look into that one because I want to see if this dude actually has a... I mean, because Bell's palsy, excuse me, Bell's palsy most of the time is temporary. Yeah. So it makes me wonder. Maybe. Guy's getting ready. All right, man, I'll be on set at 5 a.m. And then he wakes up and he's got a droop. That could happen. Shows up at set. They're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just write it in. You know what I mean? That's actually... That could have happened totally. I kind of think that might be what happened, but I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you, anyone knows about this, just let me know. Because I just was like fixated on that. Like, why bring it up? Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice it until you brought it up, to be honest. I did. You. I did notice it. I mean, it's noticeable. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I see that shit every day. Yeah. But I, it just, but it didn't really register to me. You know what I'm saying? If they never would have said anything about it, I would have went, oh, yeah, that guy with the Bell's palsy. And I would have never even thought about it again. It's very strange to me that they even, that they made it a point to bring it up. Was it? Was I bugging or was he the one that did something with someone else's wife? Yes. Yes. I didn't that, see that coming. Now that's the pointless thing to me. Like, what's the point of that? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, this isn't a perfect movie by any means. No, but, like, but it's just so, you didn't even need that scene in it at all. At all, dude. Then maybe, well, because it never comes back. No. Nope. In fact... <laughs> The only thing that that scene serves is, is it's like a catalyst for another person to go off the deep end. That's it. Who was the entire time the opposite. Like he had the complete opposite mind frame. He's telling this dude, get over it. Get over it. I didn't even know the cat. He's talking about his dad. I didn't even know him really. Yep. I was a young kid. But suddenly something happens and then he goes full. I don't know. It was weird. It, it was, was it there are certain situations. holes. Yes. But it's perfect for people who never watch movies. For sure. Yeah. If you're not, if you're, you know, it's not our job, but if you don't spend a lot of time in or reviewing movies, I should say, and you just take it at face value, much like my mom who watched it last night, she loved it. Oh, she yeah. cried the whole bit. I mean, she's very easy to. I to bet you she loved Viola Davis. Huh? You know, she loves Viola Davis. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm pretty of sure she does. She just got Netflix, G. So I'm like, all right, oh, now watch this. Now watch this. I'm trying to get her to watch Ozark right now. Well, you might want to get her to watch some Ozark. Oh, yeah. Ozark. Yeah, that might be a little much for your mom, dude. Remember, there's like some super. Uh, remember that guy gets shot in the head with a shotgun out of nowhere. I think they would like it, but I'm more, I'm more referring to her husband, who's like uh, oh. he's like at that old age where I don't know if this happens in, in like uh, black families, but he's at that old age where he just wants to watch western movies Ooh, all the time. That's yeah, that's that's a thing. So I made the mistake of going, oh, okay, well check this one out, and I recommended that they watch The Harder They Fall, which he loved. But now he found the Western channel, the Western feed. So she's like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Have him watch Godless. There's a few. I don't know if he's seen True Grit. That's another great one. He probably saw the original. I think there's an original. <laughs> I, you know, the only... the only Haley West, Steinfeld. The only Western I liked and actually loved it was Hang em High. What about... Uh, you never see uh, Outlaw Josie Wales, Clint Eastwood? No. That's a dope movie, dude. 
Is it? That's a badass movie. You should watch that one. Tombstone. You've seen Tombstone, right? I, yes. I'm saying uh, classic westerns was Hang classic. Em High. Classic. Yeah, Hang Em High well, was at the this point, it's like. almost getting classic if you think about it. Oh, Jesus, dude. I know, man. This shit didn't come out last week. Oh, my <laughs> we God. When it's, Tombstone came out. It had to be 90. Blue Diamond Phillips was a thing. It might be 93. I don't remember. I just remember seeing it at the drive-in. So it was a long-ass time ago because Fresno hasn't had a drive-in forever. But anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, well, um, go ahead. Go ahead. What would you rate it? Yeah, that's where I'm getting at right now. Um, let's see. Uh, you know what? Let me think about it for a second. Go ahead and rate it. I'm going to give Unforgive Abel. I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5 dating ex-cons. I was fucked up, that part. <laughs> that was fucked up. I mean, I could kind of see that going down uh, the way that that happened. Because, you know, you're like, oh, shit, I just got a, a truth bomb uh-huh. dropped on me. I got to tell somebody. Yeah. And I thought that he was just going to completely do the flip and just be a dick the entire time. But it was like one of those too little, too late situations, you know? Gee. But, um, boy, that was a prison beatdown. Like, wh- where's the HR at that, at that company? Listen, listen. You know? Because <laughs> I mean, not paying attention over it, there. But it wasn't, again, I, I would say... Uh, <sighs> I, I I would the odd thing is even though I thought it was right down the middle I'd recommend it to people who were just like hey oh, I want something sure. to watch I'm like go watch go watch that um, no. after I mean after because I wouldn't recommend the Alpinist to just anybody they have to be a I would have to say like are you they'd have to be sort of intellectual yeah that's why well that's why I was specific I mean you have to be an enthusiast of like rock climbing or you just like documentaries or, yes you know, but that's why I mean I think that the the crowd will kind of that particular crowd will actually gravitate towards oh, that movie. No in this question. case, this is just your general Netflix. Uh, oh, look, it's number one in the in the uh, recommendations. Yes. I don't know if it's number one, but you get my point. But uh, as far as my rating goes, Steve, I think I'm with you. I think it's two and a half. And the reason I say it's two and a half is because it's, um, and I don't mean this as an insulting thing. It's an average movie. It's yes, just a, totally. It's a very standard, watchable movie that I would recommend to people. It's yes. just not, we're not, by the way, I'm still tripping that you gave it an end game. It's not an end game. You know what I'm saying? That you gave that other movie a fucking end game. Get back. I just, I can't believe it, bro. I can't believe it. But anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and go 2.5 out of five cases of mistaken identity. Hey. Yeah. A little... I could have said uh, fish house beatdowns. Maybe I'll use that one too. Well, oh, yeah. So mistake cases of mistaken identity or fish house beatdowns. Gee, and I don't care how hard you hit me with a fish; it ain't gonna hurt. I don't know, dude. You see those chance. fishes that they throw at uh, Pikes over in Seattle? Right, we're tripping on those dago fish. If someone slapped you upside the head with a dead salmon, a salmon, a salmon, if you will, <laughs> that is a uh, that's 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 a very. Uh, I ain't worried about it. It just depends on who's saying it, that one. It's either going to be salmon or salmon. You know yeah, I don't know, understand why people say salmon. I, I'm not understanding it. There's an L in it, and that's the only thing I can think of. There's an L in it. Salmon. <laughs> just, just we go salmon. But it, I don't care how hard you hit me with it, unless it's like a freaking massive six-foot-eight Russian that like swings it all the way back. But if it's some person being like, how dare you, and slaps me on the top of the head, I'd be like, man, if you don't get something harder than this. What if you're hit with that particular salmon, Steve, uh-huh. by Razor Fist in Shang-Chi? Which one was Razor Fist? Drago's son. Oh, that ain't gonna hurt. He you're has to be shit. bigger. I could hit you with a salmon. Now I'm saying salmon. I could hit you with a <laughs> I could hit you with a salmon and I could make it hurt. Steve. You I get all heated. I could hit you with a salmon. 
<laughs> All serious. Hey, why is sound? Why is why is? <laughs> That's hilarious. And now it's forever going to be Salmon. That's that's it. I think I'm going to call it Salmon. Is there a reason Salmon is in Salmonella? That seems like a random word to have in it. Like the full word. Yeah, Salmon. Let me see. Let me me see see this, George. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, you're right. I mean, I figured that. I just wanted to see it so I could. uh, We don't sound stupid. That's kind of weird, right? Is it Salmonella? Hold on, let me see. Why is Salmon? I'm going to start calling Salmon. <laughs> I'm going to start calling. <laughs> I'm going to start calling Salmon Salmon and Salmonella Salmon. Salmonella. Yeah. Salmonella. Why is Salmon in Salmonella? There we go. What Salmon. are your thoughts on Citronella? Okay, dude. I just got into that. Like, I poured in juice now. <laughs> I was just fucking with you. You have something. That's great. <laughs> oh, do, do you eat it too? Do I eat citronella? Yeah. No. Wait a minute. Am I saying, what am I thinking about? Why the about? fuck would you eat citronella? Hold on. Then what am I putting in? What? No, the, where's the, the citronella is like those candles that keep away the mosquitoes. No, I don't eat that. There's another thing called. Uh, <laughs> it's like, damn. It's a, it's a good for you uh, vitamin powder that it's like the new thing. Oh, I don't even know, man. But yeah, they won't. Did you hear it on Rogan or something? No, dude. Skip a rogue. <laughs> Don't get me started. Anyway, I got to get out of here. Yeah, that's cool. No problem. I think with the whole salmon salmon situation, it's probably a good time to make our exit. And listen to, ooh, Electric Shock this week yeah, because on. your boys are going to be on it. I will be talking Spider-Man and a few other things. Uh, I know they're what they're talking about. Some I'm not going to give you their rundown, but there's one thing that I haven't seen. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk some Hawkeye, but Steve's going to make an appearance too. We're going to have a little little fun overseas crossover and then stay tuned for 2022 when we actually do it proper, when we actually have a full-on crossover show. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous. Talking to British people, they always make me feel dumb, Steve. That's what? what I told John last night. I don't know. They just sound smart. Little kids sound like they're going to school me when they're British. They probably will. You know, because I'm like, hey, look, here's a here's a lollipop. Here you go, little Joey. Here's a lollipop. She's like, oh, brilliant. I'm like, brilliant. You're like, are you talking about a stick circle? I'm like, yeah, that I guess that is. A stick circle. <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi, mate. Where could I get a stick circle? And some candied yams. I need some weird shit. Some marmalade. We're gonna, Melmanite or whatever the shit they eat. And another thing that we're doing is that uh, because of the overseas time change, we're actually going to be recording at 10.30 p.m., which is late for me. So that is to record nuts, anyway. dude. That is but nuts. you know what? We've asked John to do that, so it's only That's fair. true. That's true. John's been recording with us, and we'll be like, John, what do you think? And you, <laughs> huh? What, who, when, where? It's, yeah. It's great, man. I love it. <laughs> I want to go back to sleep now. <laughs> so, but I'll give all, you know, just giving shit to John. But we want you folks to have a Merry Christmas. Be safe. Be with your families. Enjoy yourselves. Don't be a Grinch like me. I hope you're enjoying your holiday. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to Steve before I come back and do my stupid thing. People, I love you. Can't wait to talk to you. Have a wonderful, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. And remember, enjoy the people you're around. If you're able to hug your loved ones, hug their loved ones because you j- life is so funny. Hug them like crazy and enjoy them. Love y'all. Peace. That's right. And if I've ever, I know I say this every single time, but I really, truly mean it right now because you know what? Um, as we get older and we, we, we recognize our mortality and stuff like that, I, this really rings true. So ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves, okay? Be good to the people around you. Merry Christmas. Peace. Peace.